0: You are listening to The Chomp Cast, an official podcast of Sword Chomp swordchomp.com. Thank you so much for taking time out of your crazy life to make time for ours. And remember, if you dig what you do, please go to patreon.com slash swordchomp. Look for our special VIP tier with access to a special private Instagram page. Uh, but thanks for joining us. We have an amazing show today. A well-crafted loot system converts gamers into bowerbirds. You know what a Bower bird is? It's a bird that's found in Australia that collects colorful items. We run around collecting shiny bling, gathering up swag to build a shrine to our in-game achievements. There's a reason why games with loot mechanics have such an allure to the average gamer. These systems tie directly into certain mental processes that tempt us to come back for more. While some games have more rewarding loot systems than others, they all tap into basic psychological principle that make us believe it would be rewarded if we persist. The topic of the show this week is all about addictive loot in video games. Not loot boxes. We that special clarification, uh, that distinction. Um, and we asked the Chum Instagram uh, community, uh, does loot in games like Borderlands prey on gaming addiction? All four of us actually will sound off on Borderlands 3, which is very rare because we all played Borderlands 3. Um, and yes, you guys keep messaging me. God damn it. <laughs> mm. My phone is on silent. Um, set,
1: it, set it on the carpet. I'm holding it in my hand. I'm reading it. How is it vibrating um, your
0: skin that loudly? I mean, you know, it's just good sound, Josh. Mm. Just have converted everything in here to this beautiful opus of sound, all for you, just so you can buzz me 17 times while I'm trying to do my intro. Because
1: uh-huh.
0: you love me so much, or whoever's you buzzing. You just
1: can't me. leave you alone. Just
0: can't. My phone's mm. off the hook. The show's off the hook. But yes, all four of us will be playing Borderlands 3. You don't want to miss that discussion. That's very rare for us. And yes, even Fish. Fish played Borderlands 3 too. Get some good streaming stories. And mm-hmm. three of us. Mm-hmm, three of us played Control. So we'll have a breakdown of that. Yes, even Fish again. Oh my God. What is going on here?
2: So, something freaky's going on. Something freaky. Real freaky.
0: Lightning Strike. Well, it's the Chompcast. We only do Freaky. Um, Lightning Strikes twice, I guess, this week. We have an onslaught of fun polls to discuss, voted on by you as well. Um, going a full year without the Zenuki. Borderlands villains. Do you like them or not too impressed? Um, Ash finally becomes the very best in the Pokemon anime. And people are excited about it. Um, and toothpaste problems. That is. And much, much more. Yeah, yeah, I know. Two-page problems. I can't say more than that. Um, It's going to be an epic show. You don't want to miss it. Let's get right to the introductions. Anthony Fisher is here. You may know him as the Filipino Johnny Depp from the Instagram page. Um, He's from Texas. We call him Fish. How you doing, Fish? I'm doing pretty good. Doing pretty good. Like you said, ready to get freaky. I got good news for you, Fish. I'm in a good mood today, and I wanted to be nice to you. Uh, This week yeah,
2: again. Yeah. Oh, really? Okay.
0: <laughs> I know that's always a trick. Yeah. It starts out that way.
2: Yeah. Puts but me, the... At least it puts me in a good mood up front, you know, and then you just—I guess—you like to. And
0: then I rip it away. Yeah, yeah. That's what I do.
2: Pretty much. No, but
0: I'm serious. You know, we give you a lot of shit on the show for your micro penis, but this is true. I put this on the Instagram page. One of the reasons historians, such as Kenneth Dover in his landmark book *Greek Homosexuality*, have suggested the small penises were more culturally valued than large penises were, because large penises were associated with very specific characteristics: foolishness, lust, and ugliness. Therefore, it's actually quite um common to see Greek sculptures that have enormous penises and they're depicting, you know, villainous figures. So look at that, fish! The small penis means you are a better person. How about that? Wow how do you feel about
2: that i i I can get behind that i guess it's it's more interesting that like back in those days i guess well i'm curious to now like if that was back in the roman days like i'm curious through all the different time periods you know of humanity Uh like has that opinion how's that opinion (laughs) for the male genitalia (laughs) changed you know there's just a
0: bunch of dudes with small penises in power and they're like look we need to change the narrative (laughs) on the small penis (laughs)
1: right
0: if those get those guys with the huge penises are horrible they're having sex too much they're depraved they're (laughs) ugly i like the logic that because they had a large penis they were getting into more trouble and they were more lustful it's like yeah because people wanted to have always getting
1: stuck in the cookie jar (laughs)
0: literally um (laughs) uh, i thought that was fascinating though from like a you know, because a lot of people always ask yeah. you know, why do those statues have smaller depictions of the the male anatomy, but there's actually a reason behind it. So,
1: I had to be cold yeah. there to keep the uh, marble from melting. That's true. That's yeah. true. Yeah. <laughs> it's very true.
0: So fish, and I can tell everyone it, it matches because you're one of the best people I know. Um, so it, it it adds up. You know, the science is here. So speaking of science, Professor Layton is joining us from Japan, the one and only you'll hear his very deep sounding voice because you are sick. I'm mm.
3: dying again. I'm always fucking dying.
0: You, you do make a habit of death often on the podcast.
3: I do. Yeah. Uh,
0: yeah. As part of being a teacher. It happens. You know, kids, germs. It's okay.
3: Dude, yeah. Man, I get sick all the fucking time from those beautiful humans.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so it sounds nice though it gives a nice soulful, like you say, it always gives you a nice gravel to your voice a little gravitas, if you will yeah. um, gravel, um, it's like it's like I
3: love l- having gravel <laughs>
0: <Gravely> <laughs> I've just been <laughs> swallowing gravel Yeah.
2: it's like a little yeah, treat to much. get shade, talked like this with a nice raspy, sultry voice
3: uh-huh. I wish this was my normal voice, in a way because I know it's sexier
0: yeah. Mm-hmm. Wasn't there an episode? This is going back because I don't really watch Family Guy anymore. Wasn't there a Family Guy episode where Peter got like a deep voice and Lois couldn't keep herself off of him?
3: I mean, there. I mean, that's
0: half a that Family sounds, Guy. That sounds reasonable. <laughs> I don't know. It makes me sound like I watch Family Guy, and then I'm going to get judged. But I haven't watched Family Guy in a long time, and I don't have a strong opinion on Family Guy. All right.
1: Yeah.
0: I just remember. That. Right. I know, like it's the first right.
1: season or two was good, and then, uh
0: yeah. And then it got popular.
1: Hmm.
0: Yeah. I, I
3: still... mean, it was, it was popular during those first few seasons as well, to be fair. It just, I think they ran out of their best ideas, but
1: yeah, well, this show... they kept moving yeah. their, their best ideas to other spinoffs.
0: Yeah. Yeah. One of those weird shows that got canceled and then brought back. It's very weird when that happened, not in the mm-hmm. Netflix era too. <laughs> now we see Netflix bringing all those shows back, which is kind of cool, like Arrested Development and shit. Um, Mm-hmm. But yeah, true. That's one of their own their own network saying, "You know what? We probably put the axe on this too quickly." Anyway, Shay, we're glad you're here. I know you have always have some, and you have some strong views on Borderlands Three, um, uh, among do. other things. And your your views will be even more impactful because your voice is so deep. Um, it's just gonna crush all of our it's other true. opinions. Mm-hmm. The- <laughs> it's true.
3: <laughs> I <laughs> decree this game more later.
0: He decreed this game has been decreed. Yes. Uh, thank you for joining us, uh, from Japan, Shay, uh, and of course from Michigan, Joshua Fowler is here. Uh, Joshua Fowler has been playing a lot of control because he's got his shiny new graphics card. Um, mm-hmm. Is it shiny? Is that does that expression work? Is the graphics card actually shiny?
1: Uh, uh, not really. Okay. It's uh, it's it's black. Like like if you if you get them directly from the company, a lot of times they like they've kinda got a silver aesthetic that they go for if you order directly from NVIDIA. But basically really? all okay. the other you know hardware makers, once they just get the processor and kinda put their own stuff on it, mm-hmm. you end up with a black card usually. Usually. Just okay. Yeah, that's kind of unexpected. Is
0: it like a nice shiny obsidian black though? Uh,
1: yeah. It's 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 uh. It's like a glossy black in most places, with like a few like kind of matte black Mm -hmm. accents here and there.
0: Is there anything weird you do when you're building your PC? Like, do you smell any of the parts or anything? Because I do that shit. I like to smell the boxes (sighs) when I buy new stuff. You know, electronics.
1: No, no, not so much. There's generally a lot of dust getting kicked up whenever you're rebuilding a computer, building not so much, but like taking uh-huh. all the old parts out of there and stuff, there's like, you try not to breathe in all the dust and everything from oh, cleaning the old, old parts out of there and everything. <laughs> so, Yeah, not quite as erotic. Is, so you have the ray
0: tracing and everything? <laughs> mm-hmm. So is it is it all it's cracked up to be? Is it noticeable? Are you digging it? It
1: is noticeable, and it's noticeable in weird things. Like, n- not the stuff that I was expecting. Like, I'm uh-huh. noticing it the most... Especially in control, because they've got kind of this aesthetic with the uh, uh, the, the creepy. The, well, no, the technology in the uh, in the location you are is like it can't be the most up to date because of game, you know, whatever. Like there's story reasons, but anyway, it, but what that uh-huh. ends up getting you is kind of the the, the X Files type aesthetic a lot of the time. Uh Um, like you know the old office buildings and stuff but there are crt monitors all over the place and and you don't think about this but the reflections and all those are curved just slightly curved yeah and and that's very subtle yeah yeah but that would have been just faked you know they would have just put a flat reflection in there and just faked it every other time yeah but with the ray tracing on in there like you notice as you walk by a bank of those monitors, like your reflection is kind of like curving around each of the monitors as you go by, like just little things like that, that that's cool. What, really mirrors place and stuff? You in Have the, you ever
0: stopped and looked in like a mirror or anything? I've heard that's kind of a, yeah. Like thing.
1: there's so much like basic, you see yourself in basically every cubicle or not cubicle, but like the office windows, like the side offices with like a big glass Um, yeah yeah. stuff like you'll see your reflection in those a lot um probably more than you really should but you know video games are shiny so
0: would you be willing to say that control is the best looking game you've ever played with your new graphics card
1: probably it does a lot of smart things in order to to get a lot out of uh of the graphics there such Mm -hmm. as uh i've noticed this specifically like there are higher def textures for all the characters faces that only ever load in when you start a conversation and the camera zooms in like super close uh-huh. um that are just like really really good uh so good that it makes it feel kinda awkward that sometimes the animations aren't up to par with the models there of the of the of the people talking. You'll have like really, really good too. voice yeah. acting and like yeah. photorealistic face and they'll just kind of be sitting there stiffly. And I'm like
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's like they're a little too like frozen. But we well, know we can't get into control talk. Yet. Yeah.
1: Not yet and I can. Mm-hmm.
0: Um that's cool. I of course am General Mountain Time, uh Morgan from Montana, and I'm excited we're going to get right into the topic of the show. I'm going to try a different flow today, and I just want to see what our audience thinks of it, and basically that's going to be to, um, I want to put the games a little more front and center, so it's going to be topic of the show, then games, and then polls, so it's not a huge change. Polls is normally in the middle, as a separator, um, and I just want to see if people like that, because at the poll I still love the polls, there's a huge part of the show, I just want to make sure that the games are not getting shortchanged, because we are a video game podcast, so um, we'll see how that goes. And a good way to try it today, because we have a lot of cool stuff to talk about. Also, as we launch right into the topic of the show here, which I put up this Thursday on the Sword Chomp Instagram, you should check the Instagram page out if you want to chime in on the topic of the show, because one of the great things about the Chomp Cast is we respond directly to the community. Uh, and the question of the week was, I should say the topic of the week, do loot, let me rephrase this, does loot in games like Borderlands 3 prey upon gaming addiction? As fra- uh, framed by yours truly, Professor Layton. Now, though we like the way this went last week, where we sort of pulled in um, the listener comments quicker and started to discuss those and gave our own opinions to kind of help the flow. So let's get right into it. And this is a doozy. I've been excited to talk to you guys personally about loot for a long time because, man, I had a, I wanted to start a podcast called Loot Lust. Loot, loot is something I've thought a lot about. So this show, selfishly. It's very special to me, um, but I want to kick it off with a comment from Reverend underscore Rock and Roll, and I read a comment from him last week, but I'm so happy with Reverend Rock and Roll because he supplied the Chompcast with a copy of Control that me and Fish have been enjoying, so thank you again, Reverend Rock and Roll. Yeah. Thank you, Rev. Thank, thank you. For, <laughs> thank you for sponsoring us. For getting um, Fish
1: to play a video game.
0: It's true. It's true. And I know some people think, oh, well, if someone gets you a game, then you're going to have a predisposition to like it a little bit more. But, but Yes, that's true. If you buy me a game, I will like it a little bit more. Uh, so, so keep it up. Um, uh, anyways, uh, he said, oh, it absolutely does. Those games are the slot machine handles of our generation. An endless loop of banal objectives, all for the promise of payout. It's a loop that has very little reward so that you want to keep performing the loop because you think the next one will satisfy you. Wow. A little controversial starting mm. off there. Um, Josh, how do you feel about
1: that? That's why all those women come back, huh, Morgan? <laughs> it's th- they keep thinking Just maybe,
0: next time, <laughs> maybe next time... very little
1: satisfaction.
0: Maybe next time it'll be better. <laughs> all those women. Oh, thank you, Josh. It's <laughs> <a time. laughs> It's not true. Um, I mean, how do you... Uh, I mean, I guess I do it to you first, Josh, but I mean, yeah, do you guys um... have
1: a... Disagree, agree... I... It it depends how it's handled. In a lot of games, yes, there's there's not a big reward because it's just there's so much randomness that it, like you just there's there's not really a way to plan around what you're getting. It's just like I've i just got to see what it is. What 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 do I get next? Um, like a lot of the ones that have just massive massive loot tables. The stuff like you know Diablo with like Randomized stats on on each piece of gear and 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 stuff like that. And and Borderlands does the same thing, where it'll have like, uh, you know, just essentially infinite loot, like infinite different variations of things you can get there. And so you may even get something you like, something you want, and think, yeah, I could get a slightly better roll on this one (laughs) thing still, and just want to go in there and just you know get it more and more perfect. And there's kind of there, there is no there is no top. Like there's there's no pinnacle of gear you can get in a lot of these games. Uh and so it's just like it is it's endless. It's you're you're never gonna have the perfect build there.
0: Mm. That's true. Hey, an endless game is not always a bad thing. You
1: know? No, it's not. Um I think there are different ways to do that though. Um, as far as it's the the endless content. I mean stuff like no Man's Sky, you can essentially do endless stuff there because of a lot of the building mechanics and stuff like that. Like like Minecraft kinda has that as well. Like you can there's always something new to do there. Even though it's not really loot based. There's there's loot in there as far as like different things that have a chance to drop. The but loot that's is kind of the game. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. it's not the it's not yeah. the the loot isn't the the driving force there, the thing that makes you come back as much. So. It's true.
0: It's
1: true. Yeah.
3: yeah, I I don't know. It's with loot it's always interesting because it's... I mean, yeah, it it does prey on the the addiction of people to some degree because they always want to see what's coming next, they always want to see what's better. So I kind of agree with him. I also think though that it does add replay value. You know, there, there, we're we exist in a time now in the gaming community or in gaming in general where longevity is always appreciated. I think we've been pushing that way for years now, and we've uh-huh. talked about that on the show before. And that's one thing that people really have to consider when they're making a game is either a you're you're making a story from beginning to end. And it's a very defined story. It's a very specific story, and you know what you want to do with that story. It um, it might be didactic in some ways, but you know what you're aiming for at the end of the day, whereas, um, you know, a lot of games now that come out, they know they have to capture that that interest and keep that interest until the next iteration comes out. And you think about a game like Borderlands, the whole, the whole um, IP, people have still been interested in that game, in that series, for years now. So much so that they could wait between seven years between the last game and this one mm-hmm. to be released, and there's still enough interest there, and that's because of that loot. But that I digress from the main point, I guess. But no, no, to me, that's, right, that's, a, that's a big part of it.
0: Yeah, no, you're right. Replay value is a big thing. Like, They took seven years to make Borderlands 3, right? To your point, because it's a loot-driven game, you can get a lot more mileage out of Borderlands 2 while you're waiting, and then it's not such a big gulf between both games. Because every time you play it, hypothetically, it's a somewhat different experience, right?
3: Right, yeah. absolutely. I mean, you could you could be looking for new loot, you could be doing loot dives, you can be Co oping with friends—that's the—and that's one of the nice things about the Borderlands series is the fact that you can do co op so easily. Um, but again, yeah, that's detracting from the main point there.
0: No, no, no yeah, that's—I think I agree with that. I mean, it's going to help a series like that have some longevity. Replay value is a big. People want to get their money's worth, man, and that's a big thing for me. Replay value when the new the experiences. Josh actually hit on something i might as well mention now because it it, i was something i was thinking about was that i'm kind of fascinated by games that use the idea of a loot table differently like you were saying with no man's sky one of the reasons i'm so hooked on it is because the exploration and everything in the world is the loot the experience is the loot right the planets the people the um the weather whatever it happens to be technically speaking each planet is going to unfold differently so Mm -hmm. that is the loot um, and there is some small loot tables in the game like rare ships and weapons and stuff, but that's interesting to me because it's very different than like a weapon. Most video games, it's just weapons and armor, and and there's something like Spelunky, you can make a case that the, the randomization of there is also every level, right? Because, or the, the way that it's unfolding, you're sort of, the loot then becomes the experience, so, it's, and that can be addictive too. I mean, we say, yeah. you know, loot games, but I mean I get addicted to No Man's Sky for the same reason it's just rolled right. out in a different way. Yeah, I kind
2: of agree with you on that. Like there there's there other than like loot. Like you could look past that and look at like um for me like when Call of Duty first came out like me getting addicted to that new like um console uh first person shooter uh experience um like at that that was just something totally brand new to me and um like it, those those types of experiences, like, it's it's tough to, like, I don't know, um, explain, but, like, it, there, there's times in the competitiveness of um, online shooters where you just feel like you, you want to constantly get kills, you know? You're not necessarily looking forward to the upgrades, the upgrades on, like, weapons mm-hmm. or weapon skins or titles or anything like that from, like, Halo 3 or anything like that. Um, uh, like, getting those medals and everything. Um, uh, it's sometimes you know th- those uh, experiences just uh, become uh, more than you know just doing the act. Like it becomes like this uh, almost synapse in your brain where you're just you you want to feel you know that 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 dopamine hit of you know killing somebody uh, online or you know well <laughs> Josh you're laughing but no. Uh,
1: <laughs> no we all understand the dopamine. Of murder, <laughs>
2: <laughs> don't we all? <laughs> In gaming, at least, yeah. <laughs> I, I I hope. Um, but yeah, it's uh yeah. Like it, uh, that's like something that's really, you know, surprised me. You know, as a gamer, like you can get addicted to those types types of uh, experiences.
0: Yeah, yeah. The their loot almost becomes. The way and Call of Duty, like, was one of the first shooters to really move into that progression system to get you addicted in that way. But, Fish, how do you feel about this? Uh, and all of you guys, of course, but, um, Cheesy Plays hitting uh, this is a hard hitter right here, all right? Cheesy Plays said the franchise, Borderlands 3 specifically, he's talking about, didn't build its name as one of the best looter shooters to be disrespected like that. I don't think we disrespected it. Yes, they have loot, but it's so well balanced and executed, unlike other games, cough, cough, 2K20. <coughs> Cough, cough! Battlefront. That there's worse things out there, and this game development uh, doesn't deserve to be associated with it. Now, that's loot boxes. Okay, that's imp- that's an important differentiator here. I think a lot of people are getting confused with the idea, and that's why I think this podcast is so interesting, and important, is because a lot of people associate the term loot now because of the fucking media, and it's fine because loot boxes are a scourge, right? It, for a lot of people, they associate loot with loot boxes. Loot games are huge, mobile games are huge that use a loot. It's a it's a very different thing. This isn't a, spending yeah. your own money to buy a loot box. Um,
1: that's yeah. It, it can still be just as addictive. They're just not nickel and diming you. Yes. Like so no, like, paying money. The, which is that's a big distinction. Like a lot of these a lot of the techniques in these games that we're gonna be talking about are are really meant to kind of get you wanting to stick with this you know like one more drop like trying to like it it's the same addictive mechanism but mm-hmm. they're not trying to get money out of you by mm-hmm. using that by by exploiting that which is that, that's a major major distinction um as as far as how they're using these um these systems it is Very much so. Um, hmm.
0: Let's see. Time Lord Burrito said, Anything that gives you some form of instant gratification plays into addiction. I think loot plays more on uh, FOMO, fear of missing out. Everyone has the things, so you don't want to be missing out. That's interesting, the, the idea that... Well, Destiny was bad at that. As you guys know from my fucking story with the Hawkmoon, everyone had the Hawkmoon but me. And I just wanted that thing to drop, so they kept getting. Destiny's actually, to his point, I don't think Borderlands is that way because there's too many, there's too many guns and too many stats.
1: Yeah, there's not. Yeah, like the only guaranteed stuff is like quest reward type, and like items. But um, uh, fear missing out is not the only addictive mechanism. I mean, that's a big thing lately with the whole rotating storefronts that have been on. Oh, fucking yeah. everything lately with, um, yeah, you know, from from Anthem yeah. to, to Destiny's been doing that. Like, if, if I don't if I don't spend it. my silver on this item that's here right now, I, it it could be months before it shows back up again. Um, yeah, even games
2: that do seasons as well. Yeah, like that's yes,
1: yeah. that is something that can be really coercive. But that's not like the only addictive thing there, and. And randomized rewards has been a known addictive, you know, trigger for decades now. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, it's just, just so, yeah, I don't know. I'm not no, I'm not I, trying I would to just walk say... all over you, but yeah, I, I just so just we don't... Well, briefly to his point, I would just say,
0: when he made me, when he said that, I immediately thought of games like Destiny where there's a smaller loot table. And how it did suck when my friends had the Gallahorn yeah. and Hawkmoon, and so there is a way of exploiting that in an interesting way. I don't think Destiny was trying to exploit it, but I was the only one who didn't have the Hawkmoon, and it was driving me crazy. You know, so it's interesting when you think about it along those lines too.
1: No, yeah, yeah there is some. And that did keep you coming to back that. to it. I it mean, absolutely like did
0: missing but...
3: out.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Sorry.
3: You're good, you're good. You know, missing out on I- cool items really is a big thing. I remember back when Fable 3 was going to be coming out, um, one of the big things that a lot of people were excited for was that there were going to be specialized weapons that actually catered to your kind of character. And that, now, in that way, is that loot? Not exactly, but it's like that was the big draw there, is having your own unique weapon. And kind of to, to this idea that Time Lord is proposing here is not that necessarily the fear of missing out on, on an item that everyone else has, but maybe the fear of missing out on having a unique item that other people would covet in a way. Like if you find that super rare item that everyone else wants. And that would kind of play more into some of the games that like Fish was talking about that have seasons, more the Battle Royales. You know, like, whenever whenever a um a, uh, I'm blanking right now, one of the uh, care packages or whatever they yeah. call them mm-hmm. in the various games come in, they can have those super rare guns. Like, because I've been playing yeah, Apex yeah. lately, it's, like, the mm-hmm. Mastiff shotgun or the nice sniper rifle or a fully kitted out gold weapon is, like, yeah, there's only, like, one of those in the game, and that is loot. And you do feel like you're missing out when you don't pick up that item. Even if you like like your loadout or something, it's like, well, that item is gold. Shouldn't I take it? And that is, in essence, a fear of missing out. And so I don't think it's specifically yeah. just about having a weapon that everyone else has. It's also a fear of missing out on having an item that nobody has as well.
0: Well, especially competitively. Well, that's it's interesting you brought up the... Apex because I was actually thinking about this when you start with loot in the most popular game in the world right now Fortnite loot is actually an element of that game which is interesting right it's a it's a battle royale game and well all battle royale games loot is actually a major component of how every match unfolds and that's a huge evolution from something like Diablo so
3: right right I mean it's it's a it's a lesser degree but it's still a thing of the other Battle Royale's too, Apex, I mean, is also semi loot driven. And it's mm-hmm. it's kind of where we've gone to this point. I mean, you look at any mobile game, you look at um any of the sports games, any of the the biggest games right now, not not all of them, but a vast majority of them have some form of loot in them. And the reason why that exists there at the end of the day is big part of it is a fear of missing out
0: yeah well um, i will say this the interesting thing about the loot in the games like fortnite apex like you're saying shay that i think is interesting is that it's vanishing loot right it's there for that match so it's the randomization that changes the competitive edge to a degree and keeps it exciting a little little dopamine hit but then it's gone right the match is over you start fresh like in Borderlands or Diablo, you find that rare sword, destiny. You carry that item with you for weeks. There's like an emotional attachment. What I think is interesting about games like Fortnite and Apex is that your attachment to that loot is very fleeting, very temporary. Why are you making that face, I Josh. mean, it, it builds, it builds <laughs> so that's upon not itself. not the loot like,
1: anyone's talking about in those games. It's the right. loot boxes, the skins, the, oh. all the weapon yes. skins. Like, yes, and that's, that's what I was going to say. The stuff you can spend money on. Um that's that are that's what I
3: was going to say like cause uh, there's like the small term yeah. loot that gets to the bigger loot at that like the end game loot that we really want which are those skins yeah yeah
1: cuz yeah, there yeah. there are mechanics oh, in the game oh, that are yeah. exploitable as far as trying to get the drops you want as far as like the mm-hmm. the guns in game like each each section kind of has its own different loot tables that you can you can learn and get better at like, there's an actual, still a skill involved there instead of just, oh, let me throw money at this problem, which is, mm-hmm. you know, all, all the other skins in the game, all the all the, well, all the permanent yeah. loot. I'm
0: just, ta- I'm just talking about, that's yeah. true, I'm, and the, maybe I want to talk about it separate. I was just talking about the idea that, like, when we first started playing Fortnite, we are like, wow, like, Fish would get really excited when he ran in, into an exotic weapon of some kind, right? Yeah. Even though that exotic weapon, it was shiny, it was gold. After that match, he's never going to see it again. It's, so they mm-hmm. were using like uh, micro scale um, <laughs> uh, loot tables to for a competitive game. There's not a lot of competitive like the battle royale genre yeah. has brought loot tables to competitive games. Short term,
1: yeah, and that's it, those are actually interesting because it's it's using those in a way that like like I said, you have to you have to learn the different drop rates for like each different section. Yes. You, there's there's try manipulate Yeah, man. to in, in ways that you didn't really. We've not been we've not been dealing with loot tables that small that they're something you can learn and try to work around uh, uh-huh. since like much much older games. So it's kind of it's neat seeing those show back up where you know people are trying to like maximize their chances of getting this just for a competitive reason. Which is I really actually enjoy that that aspect of it. Um, it, it it doesn't feel great in the first thirty seconds of a match. It's like it's the most exciting then, but it also can feel completely random if, you know... Yeah, yeah. Yeah, like you're just half a second too late to something, so...
0: That's about the rush, man. There yeah. a lot of great responses there. I just grabbed a handful yeah. that I thought we could split around. Um, yeah, I think whenever I thought about a lot of these comments was some of the really special games to me, like Diablo and Destiny, and we'll see how Borderlands 3 plays out. Um, like, Diablo has an addictive loot table, right? But the game itself is incredibly well-designed by Blizzard. The mm-hmm. world is very interesting. The art direction is, in, is insane, right? So if you found a way to reduce all the loot from that game, it would still be all right. You know what I mean? It wouldn't necessarily it be would my kind of game. It would still be a
1: solid game. The... Diablo is actually a really interesting one as far as what the loot does in that game. Um because you have access to all the abilities just from getting to max level, like you 're not customizing your like every everyone once they get to max level will have the same tool set essentially um, uh-huh but you're you're getting you know slightly different perks sometimes, and even just having a slightly different set of stats will allow you to play differently um which is really neat. Like that's something that, um, kind of, kind of, I think came a lot, like some of the, some of the earlier Diablo games, but especially in three, this this showed up, which I think was kind of a side effect of some of the lessons they'd learned from World War- of Warcraft. Um, mm-hmm. is that like you can give people all the tools to use, but then just having slightly different stat lines will allow you to have. Completely different playstyles with the same tools, uh, which is something weird because like a a lot of the abilities in Diablo will be like, um, like this shield makes
0: your enemy bleed or something. Yeah, like it's based
1: off of uh, your block chance. Like this ability does stuff based off of your your crits, and so like depending on the build you want to go, you'll be looking for specific gear. Like okay, I I want to make this wind fury build or something. Like I want to be like going in this direction. So I need to have like this stat range for the playstyle I want to like flow together in the exact manner you want, mm-hmm. which is neat. Cause you can see all that stuff beforehand and be able to plan out what sort of gear you want. It's not just a matter of, Oh, this one's better. It's got more stat. Like you're, you're kind of creating yeah. a play style as you go, which is something I've really liked. um, and to be fair, Borderlands
0: yeah. kind of does that too. Like you find it, guns with weird.
1: It kind of uh, does that, but it's also, kind it kind of, kinda, you find a new gun and it is your new play style a lot of the time. <laughs> yeah, 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 Like, it's, okay, yeah. I this, this gun's styles. really, really good. And it's an SMG. I guess, I guess I'm using an SMG me now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm mowing um, people down. Yeah, yeah. So there's a little bit less planning ahead, but also like you can switch guns. So like, yeah, it's, it, it will it will kind of nudge you in a direction yeah. a lot of times. So,
0: And that's kind of what's fun about it, right? Like mm-hmm. you, Every time you change a gun, it's like you're playing a slightly different version of that game, so it keeps yep. it kind of fresh.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, yeah, I, that's the thing I was getting at, is just a lot of those games that have great loot but have amazing elements elsewhere are really special. I played a lot of loot games that just didn't grab me because, you know, the loot isn't enough. That's the biggest thing, I think, for me, is, like, the loot, just having loot is not enough. But having that um, replay value, as we talked about earlier, with a really cool like Destiny, I was there for the world and the music, right? And to some degree, the lore. Let's say maybe not the story, the no, lore. No, no, no.
2: You, you know, you were there for the Luke Cave.
0: <laughs> the Luke. Oh, the Luke Cave. Oh you, God.
1: You were there for the Hawk Moon. It we, just we wasn't there was, for you. It was. It was.
0: <laughs> Fish. That's funny that Fish mentions that because for people that don't know, the first like two weeks of Destiny or whatever it was, there was a spot you could go. Mm-hmm. That they had to nerf, and Penny Arcade did a comic on it. It was amazing, where basically <laughs> it was crazy, like you could everyone would go to this one cave and the respawn rate in this cave was so insane that you would just shoot enemies there for 20 minutes and run inside and pick up hundreds of pieces of loot.
1: Yeah, it was amazing. <laughs> yeah, they had weird mechanics in there in order to I mean, it's basically the same mechanics that are in a bunch of MMOs where like if there's more people killing stuff in a zone, spun timers will decrease so like everything will just show back up faster so you're not standing around waiting for it but then they also had rules in there that would stop stuff from spawning on top of you with the loot Mm -hmm. cave just apparent it had like a blind spot in it so you could just you know continuously spawn this one group of enemies over and over and over again that eventually got fixed but uh,
0: yeah, that was three days of bliss. Me and mm-hmm. I remember grouping up with oh, fish and my friend. I loved it. Oh, so... oh gosh, <laughs> it felt dirty. It was, though, a, didn't you? It, was,
2: it was such a weird feeling though, it like was. getting online this online shooter and like just seeing these random people shooting all like all their guns drawn, <laughs> yeah. aiming at one hole. Seventeen like... people
0: shooting at a cave. Mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> yeah it was it was like the most fucking it was one of the weirder like mmo moments uh, that i've had yeah yeah
0: that's one of the highlights of my gaming life i'm not even <laughs> lying about that i know man.
2: right i was so sad but it left like they patched it out and like i love the fact that Bungie did acknowledge like yeah we made kind of a mess here um but like they they put like a little like some sort of ghost or something i think or some thrall yeah that, there's like, like a trinket in there that
0: something. call back yeah yeah, yeah. The, the funny thing is, I didn't agree with Penny Arcade on this, because they didn't like Destiny originally as much as I did, and they, they ended up coming around on it a lot, but um, they had this funny comic that was like, talking about how Desi- like people in Bungie were sitting around their office like, oh no, people found a way to make the game fun, we need to take this out! I was like, oh, <laughs> oh yeah, that's fucked up. <laughs> Come on! <man. laughs> Destiny 1 had some detractors, but... Um... Yeah, it did. Yeah, it was funny. That was the the thing that makes me that made that even more special is it was loot addiction combined with exploit addiction, which is like when you find something dirty in a game that you shouldn't be doing. And, you know, and everyone (laughs) rushes to do it for like three days.
2: But you do it and you're just like, this is nice. This is a good dirty.
0: We didn't even feel bad about it, honestly, because we knew it was a time
1: thing and it was. It's gonna be well gone. the
2: thing is is like they shut down that one and then like other loot caves like yeah. popped up where people right? like they like, specifically oh, fixed go that here.
1: one instead of the whole loot system yeah so like yeah people would find not as good versions but yeah close weaker. enough yeah, yeah. Close, enough close enough and they yeah. slowly all vanished um, um yeah
0: i did want to give a shout out though. to oh i'm sorry fish go ahead what was that
2: oh i was just saying bungee wise up at there at the end
0: realize you know eh, we can't we, we don't want to break our own game so no no they had i don't blame them they had to get rid of it but it was a fun couple days that's for sure <laughs> that i just i just got to find a picture when i promote the show i just need a picture of the loot cave that's all i need to find is like a really good picture of that loot cave and i also didn't know about that bower bird i was preparing and i want to give some credit to the game informer where i was taking some information from for the intro i had that bower bird a uh, walking around picking up different colored items. I was like, man, I'm su- I'm such a bower bird. That's that's my second spirit animal. Uh, behind George R. R. Martin.
1: Yeah, no, you collect spirit animals at this point. Yeah. It's <laughs>
0: like loot. That's what I do. <laughs> Which kind of bower bird can I get? Let's reroll. <sighs> Fuck. Alright. And we did have a comment from Naaman as well. Um that I j- I was just gonna give him a short little shout out. Um because He was basically just saying from his experiences, you have to control it much like uh, drinking alcohol or something where there's moderation. Then he starts talking about loot boxes. But again, for clarity for people listening, we've beat the loot box to death. This is not about that. Um, But it's true. Like a lot of people know that they have addictive tendencies and it's sort of like having the self-control. Like as an adult now, I'll tell you this, the game like Destiny and Diablo was great when I just played one game and I wasn't podcasting many years ago. But Mm -hmm. now I really have to get those tendencies under control because I have a lot of other stuff to do as a human being and a creator, so I do understand that. Yeah. And fish, fish longs for the days where he could just grind out that. Oh loop. my
2: god! Oh my mm-hmm. god! Months yeah. and months. Monster yeah. Hunter Ice Iceborne right now is. Uh, mm-hmm. It's it's coming close. I can feel. I can. No feel one's stopping Lincoln you from playing
0: from. Monster Hunter Iceborne. I'd love to have your opinion on that game, <laughs> but.
2: Uh, I. That's that's good to know, but uh, there's also <laughs> control.
0: Yeah,
2: control. Uh, save Link's it for Awakening. December.
0: There's nothing happening in December. Just save it. It's going to be okay. cold anyway because it's December. Yeah. You get in the mood. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. that makes sense.
3: There there won't be a lot to do in December. Uh, there aren't too many games releasing, so that would be the perfect time to get to it.
0: Yeah, for sure. It's true. De- December is mm-hmm. good catch up month. Um. Yeah, so I think loot is a very special thing for me. Like, it's one of my favorite things in video games. I've just drifted away from it because of the podcast. I don't have time to do that. But I'm always happy when games do it well. So let's talk about Borderlands 3 later on, see how well they do it. For my money, the best loot game traditionally, you know how much I love No Man's Sky with my big speech about, oh, the planets are loot. But my favorite loot game ever is still Diablo 3. I don't think anyone does loot better than Blizzard. Um, Josh, what would you? Let's go around, Ron Robin here, real quick. Favorite loot game ever.
1: What would you say? I mean, I I used it as an example earlier, but I really like the way Diablo Three has. Just you know. The loot changes the game. The the loot changes the gameplay, but but allows you to kind of plan out which direction you want to go. I I I've always really liked that.
0: You mean like builds, like builds, builds? like different
1: builds, like different playstyles, like. Like I, I've got this set of gear that I want because it lets me do like this whirlwind thing, or this one for slam, or something, um, or like this one's an explosive shot set of gear because you want different stats for stuff. Um, and I, yeah, I've I've always I've always really liked that about Diablo Three, yeah. In particular, yeah, I Agree. Fish, right, what about you?
2: I I can't agree with you guys mm. anymore. Like, um,
0: oh, I thought but, he was saying he couldn't agree with us. He tricked us he there. Couldn't.
2: <laughs> <laughs> no diablo 3 did do a good job with loot. like you're constantly just like chasing after you know those the certain pieces of gear that you you need for a set that you have this one build um, um in mind that you want to kind of perfect and like you slowly You know, start to pick up all those pieces and it feels really rewarding you know like you set a goal like what you want to do and like you know what you got to do you just got to kill thousands and thousands of demons uh, efficiently that's all you gotta do uh, just thousands (laughs) of demons that's
0: all just murder them
2: over and over again and like eventually you'll be rewarded and it's a it's a nice reward um but uh for my example i'd probably go with like world of warcraft's loot system was like I don't know. I don't think it was the first game to do this, but like actually like bracketing, you know, the loot uh tiers of going from like grey to white. Like
0: I yeah, think that was like the when first, first... no, that early Diablo would have been before that.
1: Yeah. Oh, right. Right. Yeah, they I think World of Warcraft is really the one that standardized it. Like basically, basically yes. everyone uses their color standards at this point. Yeah. Um, yeah. Purple. Yeah. They not
0: have exotic though. Exotics are a new thing that I noticed Destiny started
1: with the the golden no, yeah no, that,
2: that World, World of Warcraft did have Yeah
1: the, the legend's not legendary. The le- yeah, the legendaries were yeah. orange. They're kind of a goldish oh, orange. Oh, yeah, the set piece,
0: yeah. leg- the set pieces. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah.
1: So yeah. that's okay. that's kind of been a thing for a while. But Yeah.
2: Yeah, World of Warcraft kind of like set that as like you know, the grandfathered in type of tiers of loot that you mm-hmm. can get and like it's universally like you know, recognized by everybody. Yeah, At pretty this much
1: point, everybody knows as, it's, far as know, gray, white, green, blue, mm-hmm. purple. Blue. Yes. Yeah.
0: yeah. Well, yeah. The,
1: well the well the, the green later, got but... changed around in Diablo because well, I I think because it's Diablo. There's so much red on the ground all the time that green yeah. would just really, really stand out more than an orange out, thing yeah. there. Now so green they, is like set they, pieces, right? Yeah, the, yeah. Yeah, well that green is like yep. essentially the the gear in Diablo 3, but I think that has to do with the setting. They, like, they yeah. swapped the green and the orange so they See, would stand would out more. See, when get the green in Diablo, I was always the kind levels of they had, so.
0: Yeah. That's pretty true. The, the color coding, because it's so dark and dismal. hmm Although I will say, to be fair, when Diablo 3 first launched, the, the way they handled their legendaries was fucked up. I remember I played, I got like a level 20 piece when I was like level 50, and it was the first thing I played after 20 hours of that game that dropped for me. And it was trash. And Blizzard did a really good job of getting there and fixing that. Originally, the way they handled legendaries was really bad, um, yeah. objectively just bad, because it was really hard to get anything. And when you got something, it was generally bad. <laughs> it was shitty. Like it was actually. But they did a great job fixing it. And like you can play Diablo three now and find legendaries on your first time through the game, like three or four of them that make it a lot of fun. I hope Borderlands <laughs> three does that too because I haven't found any legendaries yet. And that would be really cool to get a little like, you know, adrenaline rush from that.
2: Mm -hmm. Yeah.
0: We'll see. I love loot. Loot games are great, though. They really are. If the game is good, if everything else is great, it's a good time. It's a good time. Mm -hmm. Thank you everyone for your comment. They were fantastic. Enjoy reading those on the show. Oh, shit, your favorite loot game. Yeah, and uh, don't worry while, while I'm
3: here in the background. Asshole. <laughs> um, Shay, you're so quiet. I'm sorry,
0: <laughs> I'm sorry, you were so quiet. I apologize. Um yeah, no, what's your good. favorite loot game,
3: Shay? I would honestly yeah, say the one Brown. I think there are others that are better, but the one I enjoyed the most was probably Fallout 4. And the reason why, because I already love the Fallout games, so being able to have loot introduced into that game was always fun and rewarding because it wasn't just like you would randomly find the loot. Like the better guns, the rare guns or whatever, or the rare weapons, but you had to fight a legendary creature, which was twice as difficult just to get access to that weapon. It's not any it's not like a new concept at all. It was new for Fallout. And it was a welcome concept. It was something that added a an additional layer to the game. You could be wandering around, you could find a really gun good gun, or you could wander around, find a legendary creature, kill that creature, and you get a legendary piece of equipment, whether it's a weapon or it's armor. And sometimes it was useful, and sometimes it was silly. I just It fit the world so well, and it was a welcome addition to that series for me. So it's something like going forward, I hope that if they end up making another good Fallout game, that... They in- they keep that concept in there because it was definitely welcome.
2: Yeah.
1: Do you? It, think... it was slightly better than wandering around and picking up mugs and baseballs and bottle caps. And... <laughs> that's true, true,
3: it's true. Mm-hmm. If focused your efforts,
0: forks and spoons. Yeah. yeah. Um, I Shay, do you feel like that's an interesting example you bring up because it's an established franchise that added some loot style elements to it that was really nice. And there's not a lot of games that like if Halo were to start throwing loot in there because Destiny did it, that would be really cool and interesting. But it's I can't think of a lot of games that have sort of made that evolution. Um, but I'm sure they're out there. I just can't think of it off the top of my head. So that's interesting. I mean, I
3: can't think off the top of my head one that has introduced that concept after it not being in the game, no. But yeah. I'm sure that I'm sure they exist out mm. there. I just can't think of What any about off like the top of my head.
2: What about like the arcade mode in like um Mortal Kombat, or not the arcade mode, but like the adventure mode in, I forget which model, or Mortal Kombat it was, but they essentially introduce a little campaign that you go through and you go through the crypts and you unlock all the different, um, yeah, kind
0: like it's, it's, of like, it's their version of loot. Yeah, yeah. They added like yeah. a side mode. To give you that loot level addiction in a fighting game, because you can't really beat someone's ass in a fighting game and watch loot explode out of their carcass. It would, right?
2: Yeah, there's you could exploit that. That would be cool though. Like we're
0: fighting in Smash Brothers. (laughs) That's the one thing I wish Smash had. I'm not even kidding you. Like I wish, like there was different skins in Smash. Like when we're fighting and you get like that would be awesome. Like to make my Ganondorf look different, more different than the other seven million Ganondorfs that I have to fight.
2: Yeah, kind of have like a Overwatch type of skin.
0: Thing where it's yes, different. Yes, but, exactly. Yeah. Like you play Cloud, right? What if you could get a skin where his Buster sword was the gun blade from Final Fantasy 8? That'd no, be or badass, what if right? you could Stuff get
3: like a skin for Kirby and it was human skin?
0: Oh, he's a serial killer. I like it. Uh huh. Yeah. <laughs> <He's a laughs> Silence of the Lambs. Okay. Silence <laughs> <Silas laughs> of the much. Kirbys. Yeah. That'd be cool. Not, not my Kirby. Not my Kirby. Mm. Timely joke, fish all right, so let's see here uh, not it was good though it was good um I'm trying I'm being nice to you I'm nice today. you is in I'm in a good mood because fish played two games this week, so I'm so happy to have I'm fish glad in. you're happy, Morgan.
2: I'm glad that you're happy that I played two video games that, that, you should that be just happy. shows yeah, this just shows what a great friend you are
0: That's right that's all I care about. That's really all I care about. You can the speech at my wedding doesn't matter to me. You play video games? Or best buds. That's all that matters. <laughs> <laughs> play the reason show. Um, so thank you everyone for left a comment. That was a really fun discussion for me. Maybe one day we'll find another interesting way to talk about loot. And I'm sure there's some things that I forgot that I'll kick myself about later, but uh I thought that was a, a really good discussion. Um And now before we get into the games, I do want to say, I have a really, there's a lot of really cool stuff. If you're checking our show out and you want to support us, look, we're an independent podcast, you know, we're doing what we can. Chomp Nation is amazing. But if you go to patreon.com slash swordchomp, you literally go there right now while you listen to the show, and if you sign up for the $5 tier, $5, that's it, you get access to a special VIP Instagram page. So not only are you helping fund the little guy, um this passion project of ours, but you get access to a top secret Instagram page for the Filipino Johnny Depp. And it's a lot of fun. I will get up a secret, uh, an old video I had this week where I got two legendary exotics in destiny from one from under treasure chest. It was one of the craziest things I've ever seen. Um, I almost said treasure chest One of CH is there, treasure chest. Um, I got some really funny behind-the-scenes videos up this week on there as well. uh, From Control, a private video I made that may or may not involve a dildo. Um, We always talk about our original podcast that we made seven years ago. You can see the logo of that thing. Well, it was longer than seven years ago. You can see our original logo for the first podcast we ever had on the VIP page. That and more. Oh, there's this really great video of fish creeping on Moxie uh, on Borderlands. All that kind of fun stuff don't want to miss it um well, let's get to some game talk uh-oh fish better pick up that phone hello video games yes we're here uh, we're, can uh yeah do you, to, this? do you have time to chat with us come again i would love to um Sorry, I really wanted to morph that into a sexual joke, but I just didn't have the juice. Um, maybe next time. Um, yes, Fish! That's right, the phone call is calling Josh, you. is this the
3: point of the show where we leave? Usually. Okay.
0: You don't want to leave today. Because I'm throwing it to Shay first, because I feel bad about forgetting his loot thing. Because mm. um, we played Borderlands 3, and let me tell you what, we got some hot opinions. These opinions are hot. <laughs> Seven years in the making. Ah, hot. fish make a hot sound. Touch something and make a hot sound. Ow, <laughs> owie. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Shay's too hot for the owies. Um, I know. Remember. I
3: was gonna do the owie joke, but you guys got it in there.
0: We jumped on it. You did. <laughs> we Jumped on the owie. <laughs> yeah. Uh, anyways, so Shay, um. I know you've been playing Borderlands. You seem to be someone enjoying it. You did send me a controversial text about playing Borderlands alone. So, yes, Borderlands 3. Uh, initial impressions, thoughts. How are you feeling about it?
3: I When I first popped it in, it was... Please don't make a sexual joke.
0: No, no, uh, no! <laughs> we weren't even thinking that! And Josh was making a joke about fish making the hot sound. But then, when I first popped it in, can we just get that on? We'll do something with that.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hmm. Um, when I first turned it on, I uh, I was
1: enjoying
0: it. That I had was a lot better. of fun with it. Yeah,
1: <laughs> that was better. No one, no one could make a joke out of turning it on. When I first when I first turned in.
3: Borderlands Three on,
1: <laughs> when good. I popped
3: in Borderlands, when you press
1: play
0: on the, I don't even know. You have yeah, to go no, so far no out, no of, your aw- out crowd, of your there's, way there's, to
3: there's avoid no, the jokes no, with this crowd. There's no the way. There's no possible way. Yeah. There's no possible
1: way.
0: Hey
3: now, Mm-hmm. He's gonna be like, Borderlands 3 is the name of your cock, right? <laughs> um, but... Yeah.
0: yeah. Come on, give me more credit than that! <laughs>
3: no. no. No? No. No. Not at all. Um, anyways, so... <laughs> I really enjoyed the game when I first started a lot. Not to say I'm not enjoying it now. Mm-hmm. I... I enjoyed it a lot more than I thought I would. I liked the I still like the look of the game. I love the look of the first borderlands and the second borderlands. I think that's one of the best qualities of the game, and so the fact that it's better graphics yet it's still that cell shaded style is very welcomed by me. I really enjoyed that uh the humor was pretty good at the beginning as well i mean they they thrust you pretty much right into the gameplay, and the story pretty much immediately, so the humor that comes along with that really just gets you involved. And so I really enjoyed that aspect, too. And the gunplay feels good. I mean, it feels like a Borderlands game, pretty much. So, um, yeah, my first impressions were really good.
0: Okay. Uh, Me and Fish, I know we got together with Shay on the stream. Fish as well. I know... I did, if you missed our Twitch stream, um, twitch.tv slash swordchomp. It was a fun time, and I did have to drink a Mountain Dew filled with hot sauce. If you saw that on the Instagram, that is why. Um, because we got some subs. It was very disgusting. Um, but it was a fun-ass stream, let me tell you. we had fun. first couple hours were popping. Fish, you love Borderlands mm-hmm. dearly. Played it with us back in the day. Played Shit out of it with your ex-wife. You're a Borderlands guy. Mm-hmm. I've, me and you have played it together quite a bit so far.
2: Yeah. Yeah, we've played Yeah, the first one, the second one. Yeah. Uh, I think the only game we haven't played is uh, the pre-sequel uh, together. Oh, we did um, play that,
0: and I hated it. Yeah, I was not a fan.
2: Oh, yeah. We played that. Uh, yeah. We actually did, yeah. Yeah, we did, yeah.
0: Oh, oh, and I don't interrupt you, Fish, but I have to say this before I forget. Really briefly. that I think they blew their load on uh-huh. a lot of good character ideas. With all those spinoffs. Yeah. Because wasn't there a Claptrap character? And then yes. a Handsome Jack character? Yeah, yeah those was
2: all in the pre-sequel. Yeah, you know? they
0: had a lot of good character ideas that I think would have been banging yeah. in Borderlands 3. They blew their load.
2: <laughs> Dude. <laughs> a game yeah. no
0: one cared about. Mm. Does anyone yeah, that, here that, care that... about the pre-sequel?
2: Some people did.
0: I'm, I'm sure, the I'm sure they're would. out there. It was weird. No, it was... It was, you know, a spin-off for Borderlands 2, but it was very blech, boring environment. Well,
2: the the whole concept of being on the moon and like having uh 0G um kind of made it too arena feel to it, it had this weird arena feel to it. It almost felt like a, a Quake game, which some people might actually sound gr- great, but
0: like
2: yeah. Yeah, yeah the 0G just like it, it it didn't feel like
0: I I just thought uh, it was funny cuz if people of... If people fish were lining up to get Borderlands 3 and they were, like, fighting over Claptrap or Handsome Jack, I guess that he wouldn't fit in this one, necessarily, but I just think they could have... That would have been an exciting thing. But, interruptions mm-hmm. aside...
1: Yeah.
2: yeah, uh, um, yeah. Like Shay said, it's uh, just... An, it feels like another Borderlands type of game. Um, I do like the fact that they, they just get the ball rolling and, like, you know, don't necessarily, you know... Um, inundate you with like a lot of um uh stories from well they they do and i think they're they do a better job than what they did in the second one at least was whereas they started you know try and uh make a cohesive type of story or uh, a little bit more elaborate and um those main campaign stories weren't necessarily the lore of that game for me. It was always the, the gunplay and playing with friends and the random loot and, you know, just doing these, fighting these crazy, you know, uh, enemies in this uh, uh, wonderfully... Um, crazy? You could say they're psychopaths?
0: Mm-hmm. Say?
2: <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, I did notice that, that uh, a lot of the... Well, oh, I, I, they took out the the name of uh, midgets for the little people in uh, Borderlands, and they've called they've called them tinks, uh, which is interesting. But um, yeah, I, I I don't know where are you yeah, going with I that. Guess. Man, we had we had a
0: good midget joke with you in the past, and I can't remember what it is now. Damn it! I really want to remember what that is. I'll, I'll remember it next time. I don't remember what it
2: was. Uh, was it about me getting excited for midgets? Oh yeah, Whenever there's a I stream where you trailer? said yeah. I
0: love. Yeah, you're like I love midgets. That's right. God damn it, I gotta find no. that again. <laughs> I love midgets. Um, sorry, <laughs> no, but,
2: uh, but I'm, I'm early on in the game and uh, no. still level twelve. So 12, like yeah. being early, yeah. Like I playing, you know, the previous games. Like I know what you have to like get really up. Higher level, or at least like get to a certain point in the game, um, where the, like the legend you can start, you know, kind of farming for legendaries and you have kind of a better grasp of the weapons uh, that you're farming. using. You lost right me now, at farming,
0: like, you lost me at farming.
2: Oh, <laughs> yeah, that's that's borderlands. That, Are you looking forward to that's that? That's borderlands Do You want to get was. to
0: that high end stuff?
2: Uh, I'm curious about it, but like <clears throat> part of me is worried that like. I've seen some of this stuff I don't think there's some there may be something new there the thing that I'm most interested in is um the characters um I haven't really like delved into it and looked at all the characters uh different trees but I love that there's so much customization that they give you for each character and so many different um builds that you can build around and special abilities that um it doesn't feel like you're just playing a particular role like you're you're given you know multiple options for your character in this big game and and rightfully so they, they should you know give you that type of uh freedom and customization for your characters and um i i definitely get into that type of stuff as far as like min maxing your character with uh certain builds and stuff like that uh, as far as like what you want to do and i think Borderlands as a first-person shooter does a, a really great job with with doing that. Um, and the other yeah. game that I could think of is maybe Destiny, um, but that's like there's not as much customization there as far as like your character goes um, in regards and, to like different play styles.
0: Yeah, that's that's a good point, Fish and Josh. Uh, Fish, as I transition to your opinions, Fish did win the Beastmaster. We fought about the Beastmaster last time after the podcast. Fish did win out. He did get to use Flack. Mm-hmm. Um, the man who looks kind of like a hobo. Um, <laughs> like me and Fish are joking about that. Like, when you see the hobos in, like, a hot summer day, but they're wearing, like, eight coats. That's kind of what Flack looks like. Um, yep.
2: He just opens up a trench coat and out pops, you know, his pet skag or something like that. Yeah, yeah. He's... Or a monkey with a gun.
0: Black, he actually says some pretty funny stuff in the game. He's, his dialogue, as far as the characters I've heard so far, has been my favorite. Like, my character, I'm playing Moe's, and I like her, but she's kind of boring. Um, Josh, who'd you go with? How, what are your first impressions?
1: I'm playing Amara, which is, as far as a lot of like the passives and everything goes, are fairly similar to all the other Sirens so far with, like, a lot of elemental effects and stuff, but the uh-huh. abilities are are different this time, which it, it leans more towards a, like, brawly style than some of the other Siren variants. Interesting. Which, which is good, because that's actually something that I missed since Borderlands 1 was the Sirens being super close range, because in the first oh, one, okay. Lilith had, like, stealth and like AOE abilities, so like stealth AOE and melee abilities was kind of like the big thing that she had there, where like you could phase out so you'd stop taking damage, and then like do a bunch of AOE when you went and into stealth and then came back out, so you could like get in the fights and then get yourself out safely. Um, so it's it's nice being able to play that elemental playstyle, but up close again. So I've I've been enjoying that so far um like and on the game itself i'm sorry oh um it's good like it feels good um there are something i've never liked is that basically all the classes have on the first skill tier like a uh, an accuracy Uh, and usually something else tied to it but like an accuracy boost talent yeah that is mandatory for everyone it's like your first couple levels on every character is kind of tied to let me put the first three levels into making the guns not suck and then after that you can do whatever (laughs) else you want and i don't really feel like that needs to be a thing like why 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 do that guys like just just cut that talent from every single tree and give every weapon drop, you know, a base you know, 30% more chance to hit, like why is that a thing, still? Yeah, um, that's, that's, uh, that's
0: well, fine I never but, thought oh, of that, Oatfish oh, oh, has a descending opinion!
2: Well, the the thing is, though, is like that's usually at the beginning of the game Like, It is, it's the you... first three
1: levels, it only takes a yeah. little bit to get through it but yeah. it makes those first few levels, like they're required, they're required, otherwise the guns just don't work,
2: right, yeah, I understand that, yeah, um, yeah.
1: so i I just don't know why that's stuck around as long as it has um like i can I can kinda see it as an option if you were like, "Oh, I only use shotguns, it doesn't matter like i I don't need that, but even if you just Use shotguns. You're still gonna get into situations where you need something that has more range, and you're not gonna want it to have complete garbage accuracy. Um.
2: Well, uh, well, part of the fun also there though is like upping your accuracy to insane levels, to where you can like you could pick up a machine gun, and maybe that certain machine gun like has you know that accuracy stat that's boosted up for you. Um, and you have you know a machine gun with a large clip, and your are you're just laser. Pointing, yeah, but it's you know, not like you work up to that, thing though. Thing
1: it's like the first three levels are all those talents, and then you've got that for the rest of the game. It's not like.
2: Yeah. Well, fish,
0: you're talking more about like a gun you pick up that has a high accuracy stat, right?
2: Right, but also stacking it with, you know, the, the, bill- the, yeah, the yeah, talents. Yeah. 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 To, you mm-hmm. know, just well, a different it, play style, I guess.
0: Yeah. Well, here's the thing. I'm wildly inaccurate, so anything that can help me be more accurate, uh, I'm okay with, Josh. But uh-huh. no, I didn't even think about that. Honestly, I'm not. It's been a long time since I played Borderlands, so I don't remember that stuff. You must have played Borderlands two more recently than me,
1: because maybe a little bit. But I remember this from the first one with the whole. Oh, okay. There, there's always an accuracy talent that just feels mandatory to make the guns just work better. Um, uh huh that i just yeah it's it seems like they could just tune all those numbers up a little bit more instead of having a talent cuz that's something that yeah wow i mean not that it matters everyone going back to classic again for the longest time they were just mandatory talents they're not interesting they don't really do anything fun they just make the game work like you yeah. you have to take yeah. this sort of thing like do more damage it, and not in an interesting way um and a lot of these talents feel like the old, original WoW talents. And that's fine, like, if that's what they're going for. But people have found better ways to do talents um, since then, so.
0: Yeah, Gilbeasy was asking me, one of our patron VIPs was ask, and friends, he was asking me about, like, um, you know, he wasn't a big fan of the first two games, in, in particular being kind of bullet spongy and stuff. And I just remember, I was trying to tell him, like, you know, That is a, if you don't like that, you won't like these either, but these kind of games are, I don't really think of them as bullet spongy because they're driven by by RPG statistics. You know, like, I guess if it's, it's weirder for me if I'm playing Uncharted and I have to put 75 bullets into a guy, right? But if it's a, it's a game like this where there's like a health bar and numbers and stats, Mm -hmm. then it just feels more of an RP, like an RPG. Um... Because it because it is as opposed to Uncharted where you got like one gun you know what I mean yeah in, 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 in. well that and so. that
1: even that kind of does play into the accuracy thing a little bit because stuff has a lot of health if you miss a couple shots it's not a huge deal you're kind of whittling down the health bar anyway um, yes yeah so yeah it's 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 a very different feel um but yeah like it's I think they could have tuned that slightly differently, just so you didn't have stats that aren't interesting, but still feel mandatory. So. Yeah, yeah.
0: Well, look, and I'm really enjoying it, too. But um, let's get to some... Uh, it sounds like Shay, I know he was really being careful to say those were his first impressions, but I'm sure he has some second impression that he would like to give us. Um, so yeah. I'm curious.
3: Um, you know. One thing I'm not enjoying about the game is it is bullet spongy. Whether or not you want to analyze it as that, it is bullet spongy. You are spending an inordinate amount of time shooting people, and I think that honestly, the game would be much shorter if they weren't bullet spongy. So, it, well, I mean, yeah, they have to be bullet spongy at the end RPG of the day help. because
0: yeah,
1: it's still Otherwise a you wouldn't sponge, need yeah. more gear. Yeah, right. why would
0: you get more gear if it? Yeah, yeah it but a lot of right.
1: that is just it's gonna really change depending on your luck unfortunately because there right. are, borderlands has always been this way. You'll get a gun. That's just way better than it really should be at a given level because of the way they roll the stats <laughs> and just you'll, 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 yeah, you'll just hours. mow stuff down for like three or four levels. And then you'll, you know, get to a point where, uh, all right, everything's taking forever to kill again. And then you'll find another ridiculously strong weapon and kind of repeat the thing. Um, until the game's over, so it's yeah,
3: it's and that's and that's all yeah. part
1: of the experience. Mm-hmm. It makes those well, it makes those Shea really good guns big, feel great when you get them. He was so. he
0: wasn't a big Destiny fan either, Josh. And if you think about it, like games like that, maybe he's just not into the the shooters where it, whether they're I don't consider bully spongy, Bullet Spongy because it's RPG driven. But regardless, he, maybe Shay's just not a fan of shooters that are less immediate. You know what I mean? Um, Because he doesn't like Destiny either.
3: I wouldn't quite say say that. I mean, Fallout, Fallout, a lot of characters in that game will take a few shots to kill at least. Mm -hmm. And I think that
0: Hmm.
3: a game that focuses more on the shooting aspect and less on the RPG aspect is when I don't like it. I mean, Mass Effect was another series that the enemies were a little bit bullet spongy at times but because of the fact that they focused much more on the story than the shooting they were more interesting games to me personally so i think it's it's games that err more on the side of the rpg or the the uh the rpg or the story than the uh than the opposite but i don't know it's it's like it's not super it's not super detracting i, I mean it's I don't enjoy it as much. But then I, I was kind of thinking about this, and I was like, well, the game is spent completely outdoors. I mean, you're never going in buildings. Or you're very rarely going in buildings. I mean, like, you, you are wandering through streets and corridors and you see all these doors. I see
0: what you're saying. It's not an But you can never go style. in them. Yeah.
3: Right. And so it's like, all right, well, that mm-hmm. would add longevity to the game. That's why a game like Fallout is so long. Or like Elder Scrolls is so long. Because you're wandering into doors. You're trying to find things. Okay, well... Yeah. Uh, you have to same read every with, memo
1: on someone's right, desk. Right,
3: and, and it's the same with uh, something like Mass Effect. But a game like... um, A game like this, you're not going in. You're not wandering around everywhere. You're not... Um, you're not looking for things you're not looking for the story the story kind of comes to you so at the end of the day where are they going to make that gameplay well the enemy's got to be a little bit more bullet spongy so i think that's one of the big things about the game you know
0: okay that's fair i mean i will say you will go into more interior environments later but yes to your point it's not about like oh here's an old hospital it's been an hour rummaging through it uh, it's a very different kind of Uh, of game for sure i i think the biggest thing that drives me crazy i think the biggest thing that drives me crazy i don't know how you guys feel about this is like i love the loot based around the guns like how they pop out of enemies or chests and all that stuff i'm not big on like how there's just i get overwhelmed by all the stuff that you can loot like there's every locker every Mm -hmm. like weird box everything that has a green glowing thing on it you can loot and it's just too much because a lot of that's just like ammo and other stuff like I know it's not a popular opinion, but I kind of enjoy games where they kind of get rid of ammo. Uh, Unless it's like a survival game, like Resident Evil, where like every bullet is life or death, right? I feel like it's very traditional that they have like a very standard ammo system in this game, and whatever. It's fine. It's a very small criticism. But yeah, I feel like there's just too much. I wish it was just those giant treasure chests full of guns and enemies exploding. Um, Because sometimes I get into an area and I just feel like there's 18,000 things I open and I don't really care about any of it, you know? But they might have cash or something like that that I don't want to miss out on, so um I just wish it was more streamlined, I guess. Um, yeah, I, see, I I, see I sure. noticed
3: that too. Like at the begin at the beginning of the game, um I didn't really care much about opening things because I was like, Oh, what's the point? You know? Um I'm getting all this money and I'm not even spending any of it. And the game kinda of slow trickles you into what you're going to spend money on. It's yeah. very like it's very uh step by step. And so I wasn't I was opening all these things and then I was like, well what's the point? I'm using like two or three guns and I'm not using this money. But then you get further in the game and you're like, oh shit, I do need the money. I do need all the extra items to sell. But yeah, I wish it was a little bit more streamlined because it's like like you're saying you open everything just to open it it's like fallout i hate that i keep referencing it but yeah yeah i can't help it it's like it's true you or elder schools where you search you search a house and it's like you're searching every single thing for yeah a soul gem or a potion or a gun you know yeah. or more ammo well, you're searching fallout, everything it's,
0: it's a it's a game that's about more atmosphere like borderlands is not really about that like you like if you spend 10 minutes looting everything, it doesn't feel like you're getting a really good sense of exploration. It's just not that kind of a game, but uh, it's not a huge deal. Um, right, it's just something, right. in, just very traditional in that way. It's a very traditional game, uh, and I feel like they definitely wanted to play it safe because it's been so long and they, they've been through a lot. Gearbox has made a lot of bad games, published a lot of not so great games, they've had a lot of controversy, um, with the whole Randy Pitchford incident. with With the uh, medieval times and all that, and the USB stick, but they, it's very safe and it's very standard. I guess the thing that bugged me the most, and we talked about this a lot, so I guess I should just get over with now. Was just like when I think about games that are that don't evolve that much, I just want to be technically impressed by them. And I know we've been going back and forth all week, kind of debating it. But like the video I got up on the Instagram, I just there's a lot of texture pop in i tried playing the game on performance mode and uh it's the resolution goes down so much that it's it's bad like everything is jaggedy at that point but the game is smooth or technically but if everything's uglier who cares um i've had a lot of issues like me and fish had this we were talking to this funny character that just kept repeating the same dialogue line over and over again like not even like you were walking up to them to get them to say it they were just broken um no <laughs> just kind of made us laugh. Uh, Cutscenes have been chopped in half. Like my te- Technically speaking, I'm playing the game on a 1X and I've been very underwhelmed. And my philosophy is if you want to make the same exact game, I think that's fine. And if you're going to take seven years, that's fine. I just like spend seven years to make this thing like, wow. Like I want to look at the art and be like, holy shit, this is gorgeous. This is incredible. This game runs amazingly because it's just the same. Mostly... The same game. That's all I'm saying, you know?
3: I can see that being the case, to be honest with you. And I've had frame rate issues in this game. I haven't had the, what, what specifically you were having issues with, which was the textures loading in. I've had frame rate issues from time to time. And I've actually had the game to where I'm like watching cutscenes and then it freezes and I can't, like, it's freezing up my Xbox. And I'm like, oh shit, I'm going to have to start it over again. And then like five seconds later, the issue corrects itself. So I've had some of those issues. And those to me are more detrimental than the frame, or not the frame right the uh, the texture load-in issues. I don't really no- notice the texture issues that much, but I'm not really looking for them either. I don't know if it's playing a Bethesda game has basically made me numb to that, or what the case may be, <laughs> but
1: like, She's I don't know.
3: Right, I don't notice it as much, but like when it's a frame rate issue, yeah, absolutely, that's that's a bigger issue. And there have definitely been some tech issues with this game. I think Josh has had some issues. I have had some issues. You have had some issues. I don't know if Fish has had any issues, but it's definitely had a a fair share of issues for being the first game in seven years.
0: Yeah. What what do you think, Fish? How are you? Technically, I mean, whether it's good or bad for you, I'd just be curious. I mean, you're on a One X mm-hmm. as well. How are you feeling about it overall? Yeah.
2: Um, I, I did switch between, you know, performance and uh, graphics, I guess, is the option on the One X. And, like, I, honestly, the, the only big difference that I saw between them was um, the resolution took a slight hit, but the frame rates went up and was actually steady, which was nice, but, like, I didn't really care much for the frame rates in the game um to begin with so I, i'd rather you know have a better draw distance and look out further in this game but um yeah uh, i'm kind of with you as well morgan as far as like not being as impressed with um uh, you know a 2019 game like you know, this game came out you know 10 years ago like they had so much uh time i guess the, the studio's been you know, um, you know, through essentially two genera, uh, yeah, just two ger- generations, but still, like, you know, they they've made plenty of video games um, between, you know, the second Borderlands and the third one, and uh, it, it's just it's it, it it it's almost like they they just took you know some of the older code from um, either the pre sequel or Borderlands two and like kind of just thrown it in here and like kind of worked with it with the new system because it doesn't seem like granted you know that that art style is very uh iconic like yeah it's, it's a great style of, yeah 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 it, it's great but like i feel like yeah these these issues as far as like performance go are kind of unexcusable um especially with this game it doesn't seem like it's i i, I i'm no expert but like it i i doubt you know this this game looks like you know Borderlands still like that, that art style's still kind of the same like i don't know how they're mucking up the the system to where like it's running you know worse
0: you know on these um, um it it just doesn't seem like it's enhances well, well and didn't you always um, feel like Borderlands was like outreaching its the art style it had was always overcompensating for maybe their lack of budget or what have you especially the first one and now right. it's weird that they're so like when I think of the first Borderlands, I thought of a great—it's a great art style. But a Gearbox was relatively small at the time, you know, and they—they they didn't have a lot of money to throw behind. And I always thought of that, like a great art style can overcompensate for a budget or uh, a lack, a time, and things like that, and that works. So I just—I just think it's odd that like it's not. I always thought this style would translate more, would wow me more. But again, you know, mm-hmm. we're not on PC like Josh. Uh, although it wouldn't allow uh, Josh to Twitch stream, uh, it wanted to implode upon is twitch streaming apparently.
1: hmm Which is odd. Um but Yeah, Josh, how far are you on the PC? Um, what am I at? Like level seven? Something like that. Uh okay. I've played for a few hours now. I've been uh Yeah, the only issue I've had so far is the uh just it just didn't like my streaming software for whatever reason. Um but other than that it runs fine. Um the graphics are way better than you guys are realizing because it's so stylized. It's, it's a major jump between the last one and this one, which is why it's having such load times. Um, there are just spec maps and bump maps on things that were completely flat in the past that is essentially tripling the amount, more than tripling, because I'm sure these are higher res to begin with, but tripling the workload of loading in everything. And they're still trying to do it with approximately the same load times as they've done in the past, uh, which is where you get a lot of the texture pop in the game. Um, Mm -hmm. A lot of the frame rate issues seem to be tied with multiplayer because in order for the game to work, you have to be aware of any enemy that could shoot you, which kind of, increases the amount it, it, it ups the draw distance to to above what it normally would be playing solo which i think the consoles can't really handle because they are still a little underpowered and it seems like they essentially run exactly the same on the original consoles and the half gen systems because they didn't they just they just turned up all the settings for the yeah. the newer ones. They're like, okay, let's... They can make prettier things. Let's let let it make the game prettier. And they, I, it seems like they just turned it up too much. Like it's It seems like it's probably optimized around sol- solo play, and they probably should have had some sort of toggle in there to lower your settings so you don't get all the frame rate issues whenever you hop really into enough, a multiplayer yeah. game. Like, I
0: haven't played it solo, so I wonder if it p- perform better. I'd be curious
1: to see if if a significant portion of the frame rate issues go away when you're just playing solo. Um, but still, that's something that they should at least have like they a don't. trigger in there, like as soon as <laughs> as soon as. Well, you're you're still playing on what? What do you want? Oh, yeah. Uh, but I was like on. The newer systems, it seems like they're probably more optimized. Oh, I
3: see what you're saying. One of the newer systems. Gotcha. Yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: I would say this, Josh. I agree with you 100%. I I agree that it probably looks a lot better than we're giving it credit for. I guess all I'm saying is that in comparison to a lot of stuff I'm playing, and like me and Fish are graphic sluts, and we're kind of playing it in like, meh. Like, I just, I expected to be wowed more, but I I agree completely that it's it's the illusion. Like, I know that it probably looks way better than Borderlands 2. I mean, I, I was watching Borderlands 2 stuff the other day. Uh, looking at the VR game because I was actually kind of curious about trying that in VR, mm-hmm. um, and I started looking at some older videos. And you're right, it is. But like, I just, I just didn't feel it, and I don't know. It's not just the technical stuff. I just wanted to be wowed. And look, it's optimization, like you said. The only reason Red Dead looks as good as it does on the Xbox One is because they took a lot of time and care to optimize it for that console, right? Yeah. So, I just wanted to be wowed more, and yeah. I. It's just, you know, where's the wow? You, I, I just don't feel any wow. I'll probably say WoW until you want to sh- shoot me in the face, but...
1: Well, a lot of it it's is a in the...
3: You can play Classic <laughs> <Yeah>. there.
1: <laughs> a lot of it is the That's performance true. there, because, like, then? you're... The game loads fast. It gets you into the looting about as fast as possible, which is something that, like... They've, they've tried to get these load times down to the point where... You're getting all the texture popping and stuff like that. Like let's let's not slow you down. And they've done an awful lot to try to minimize that here that the systems can't handle, which is kind of the issue. Um it's like they've they, they probably should have just used lower res textures for an awful lot of this game for for it to run well on consoles or
0: even slightly longer lo- like i was i put that video up on instagram i came out of this long load time mm-hmm. and the cut scene that followed it was loading the entire time yeah. like this the it load was, time like, distracting.
1: loads all the models and basically all the default colors and you're as soon as those are done the scene is it puts you in it puts you in and you continue to load textures yeah. after that point which, Which is, is good. When I'm playing because, Control or something,
0: I'm not like, oh my god, this cutscene's not finished loading, so while they're talking, I'm going to watch the, pic- the colors come in. You know what I mean? It's, it's just distracting.
1: Well, it's because they have a completely different set of textures just for cutscenes in Control. And so it mm-hmm. will stop loading everything else to load in these admittedly large texture files, but it's the only thing it does at that point. Yeah. Because they have... Well,
0: you're ex- yes, yes.
1: Yeah, like, Well, I'm
0: saying, you're explaining why it's doing it, but that mm-hmm. doesn't necessarily make it good. Yeah,
1: Control has <laughs> textures that... Uh, they also tried to minimize load times, and uh, textures will load in for about 20 seconds after you get to each new uh But once they're loaded teleport. in,
0: they're in. They're in. That's what I'm saying about Borderlands, is like, they will... I can turn away well, from an object?
1: No, they're not. You'll still zoom in on, you know, some sort of bulletin board or something and see the high res texture load in as you zoom in. Like there's still an awful lot of textures being loaded in. That's just how the games work.
0: I just I just don't notice it that often. All I can say. I'm really anal about that stuff, Josh. Mm -hmm. But look, we don't need to I will say this. I'll say something nice about the game. They they should have just called it Border Worlds and
1: put more yeah tech they time finally into did their... what we were wanting yeah, since the first game yeah. yeah you go to
0: other planets finally and me and Fish cruised through two planets the other night in like two hours so <laughs> it was like it was actually kind of weird we're like uh, okay mm-hmm. third planet now level twelve yeah, yeah they
3: they throw you through some of those planets really quickly
2: yeah I think it's because uh, we didn't engage with like the side quests and stuff like that but. I, there's no incentive really to do it other than to tick off uh, the side quests, I, I guess, but I'm sure those side quests aren't some, rewarding. Yeah. In some of them seem cool. They're, they're like great. Moxie yeah. wanted
0: to kill, like wanted me to kill one of her boyfriends or something. And I was like, that yeah. sounds fun. But me and fish were just kind of doing the main mission. We're like, I don't know. What do we do? Mm-hmm. Is this, is right. it, that's, I'm worried that those quests will be not fun later because we'll be too high level. So I'm kind of like, eh.
1: yeah, I generally do them <laughs> as I go. That's just kind of how I was. I've always leveled through there. Uh, it doesn't seem like there are as many side quests per zone. I've noticed so far, I I seem to knock out all the side quests in that first zone without a ton of extra work. Um, we'll see if that continues as we're going through. But it seems like the they're paced out a little bit better with the the main <laughs> missions. So.
0: I agree. I agree. I was trying to piss my wife off. I was like, you know, I think I'd like this game a little more if they called it Border Worlds. She's like, that is so stupid. That's so stupid. Don't you say that on the podcast. I was like, I'm just saying, if it was called Border Worlds, I think I, think I might like it a little more. Hmm. She, she did not like that. Um, but it's just, it's one of those irritating things where it doesn't affect the quality of the game, but it's like, fuck, man. People are joking about that name forever, and this game is Border Worlds. It would have been so cool. Whatever. I think Gearbox is just afraid of anything that's going to hurt their bottom line right now. Borderlands Three is safe. The game is very safe. Get them that money, and it's a fun game. I mean, game, to be f- so. to be
3: fair, lands is plural, so that pretty much covers what you're wanting it to be. You just want the name a little differently because it rolls off the tongue a little bit better. But Borderlands, multiple lands—that like
0: that psychological trick too. We're like, oh, it's Border Worlds now. Ooh. It's true.
3: It's true. <laughs> then we go to. Border systems. Oh. Border galaxies.
0: Border universe. On the border. Let's go get some tacos. Um, Yes. Sorry. <laughs> we lost our on the border in my town, actually. So, it's just sadness now. Oh. Uh, Thank God. Uh, why don't you shit on all my favorite taco places,
1: Shay? Why don't you just shit on all of Why don't you go this- to
3: an actual good taco place? <laughs> yeah,
1: His favorite taco right place is a chain. In Montana. Hmm. Here
0: Rio, Um alright, so <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh Yeah, it's pretty fun. I, I'll have to play it solo Shay to see if it's uh but yeah, it's you know that's the humor's that, That's one
3: thing I do wanna say about playing solo and it's my biggest criticism with the game. It was my criticism of the first one, and it is my criticism now. It is not near as fun when you play alone. It's not near as fun. Yeah. And goddamn, does it get boring. It gets real boring when you play by yourself. And I hate saying that. I hate saying that, that, but I I texted these guys the other day, and I was like, I was playing some more for the show, and I'm sitting there playing, and I'm maybe like an hour and a half in, and I don't do this often with video games. I really don't. But I was like, I'm bored. I'm going to turn this game off now. I don't ever do that with video games. If anything, I'm like, "Fuck, I got I got to go do all this stuff today. I got to go grocery shop. I got to go to bed, you know. Like something's coming up to where I have to go." But with this game, no prompting other than me getting bored. Now, it's not a bad game. It's not necessarily a boring game. But playing by yourself just doesn't have near the amount of excitement and joy that you get, and I think that speaks to the game, like what it was intended to be—a game that you play with people—and that's a beautiful thing because there are not a lot of games out there that cater to that. So I think it's a good thing in some regards, but in other in other ways, it feels just like the single content is just lacking. It's just like you know what? Go to the next to, area, a... loot, shoot, so on and so forth. Sorry, go I'm ahead.
0: Gonna do I'll do a poll next week. I'm going to say. Is Borderlands kind of boring alone? Oh, yeah. I, I'd be curious to see what people think. Yeah, um, I for know, sure. Yeah. I per- well, Josh, you play it primarily alone, don't you?
1: Uh, I'm forced to currently. I need to get Rich's stuff added in because he's playing PC as well, but they yeah. they said they intend to add crossplay, but it's not there yet and probably won't be in the uh, time frame that we need to since we're doing the podcast. Uh, so... It's going to be mostly solo, and I do agree with you there. Like even even something like Sea of Thieves has its own charm to it in playing solo. Like it's it's drastically different. It's it's not the same experience at all playing solo. But it's also not oh I'll just do this the same loop over and over again. It's not the same game. Just oh there just aren't any people here with me. It's. Yeah. It's a yeah. drastically different experience because there's no one with you there and you kinda have all these responsibilities that you'd normally kinda have a team to deal with are just all on you. Um
0: Yeah, there must not be enough there to engage Shay and he likes to conversate
1: with people because that's the only real Yeah, there's you have are help you still going you with can... that? Yeah, I I I believe that. No, no no I'm just conversate. You still think that's conversate doesn't work? Is that not a thing? There's there's a whole shoe named after oh, the converse. There oh, you go.
0: Am I making up words again? Yeah. Jesus Christ. Which is
1: usually fun. Hold on. I'm gonna... <laughs>
0: um I think it's cause Shay doesn't have anyone to converse with. Converse. Uh, I know I said that weird. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, here we go, Josh this, this... is gonna come in with the correction again. Mm-hmm. Here we go.
3: <laughs> well, I mean, to be fair, the English language is so predicated on where the uh the accent on the word goes, so yeah, it's
1: important yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, oh my God, conversate the non-standard verb that means to have a conversation mm-hmm I was I was right.
1: It's okay it' says non-standard right there in the definition. It's not strictly wrong. you're just there are a lot of words that there are different roots. To change a word between a verb and a noun, and that's one of them. <laughs> the eight version, like so, you can yeah. do that, but it's when there's already a you're 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 doing the job twice. Essentially, you're turning it.
0: That's true. That makes sense.
1: From I a verb it, to the, a noun, and then back into a verb instead of just going with the original. So
0: the internet really just reminds me of me and my friends having these things because it's literally the first thing that pops up. Conversate is a non-standard. Verb that means to have a conversation, but yeah. you should really use the word converse. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's my life in a nutshell. Um, but yeah, maybe there's just not enough there going on for him that he he likes the conversation when he's... Because, you know, it's kind of a mindless game. You could say shooting, picking up loot, um, unless... Because the story is... Well, we'll get to that in the polls later. I do want to talk about some Control. We'll talk some more Borderlands next week. Control! Um, I finally got Fish to play it. And Josh has finally been able to get into it, because last week I was basically talking to myself, which is fine, because I had a lot to say. So I did want to have a real conversation with you guys. Josh, um, so now that you've gotten your graphics card and you've spent some more time with it, has your feelings changed, evolved, stayed the
1: same? How are you feeling about Control? Um, I'm not sure exactly how in-depth I got last week, because that was a whole week ago. But uh, I am enjoying it. I'm <laughs> really enjoying it. It is... It's taken a while to kind of understand it on its own terms because it seems just kind of like a dumb shooter at the beginning and it 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 opens up into essentially just like a Metroid Prime game. There's an awful lot of that in there. An awful lot of Metroidvania roots in this thing. Even a little bit of kind of you you kind of have to take it on its own terms because there are little things like you only respawn at the control points, uh, and because of that, you kind of have to get to a boss and then kill a boss. Is its own? It's like it's a, it's a process, uh, which doesn't really show up until you actually start getting to the bosses, which they don't have an awful lot of at the beginning. Um, but as I've started to see it become more and more of a Metroidvania style game, I've actually really enjoyed it. Um, like I, I was already on board with the story they were telling from the beginning. So that is what, what kind of pulled me through the beginning. But the more I get into it, the more the gameplay starts to stand on its own. Um, I think that the, the biggest turning point for me, and I'm, this is going to be different for everyone, just kind of depending on your play style preferences. But uh, the biggest turning point for me was whenever I got the, it's essentially a sniper rifle. Like you charge up a shot and can shoot through armor, through shields, yeah. through through yeah. enemies. You can line up enemies and shoot more than one enemy. Um, and uh, that weapon made me enjoy the gunplay so, so much more. Uh, because it's slower paced and will basically one shot almost everything in the game and has a really good flow between getting off two shots because that's all you get before you're completely out of ammo so getting off two shots that deal enough damage to essentially kill anything so you can pick off a key target then swap over to all your psychic powers that use their own meter to kind of keep yourself alive and you know do whatever you want to do with those. And then at, by which point your ammo will have regenerated and you can get off two more shots and it just, it feels good. It feels really good in a way that just kind of plinking away with the original pistol didn't.
0: Uh, yeah. And that, it's, it's it's funny to yeah. hear you talk about it. Cause you're, you're like almost saying exactly what I was saying last week, which is kind of funny. Mm-hmm. Um, but I know last week you had only spent like an hour with the game before your computer crashed and, you hadn't really gotten that far into it. But yeah, it's pretty it's exactly what I was saying. Uh for the most part. Fish, uh I was badgering you enough to give it a shot. I thought, "Hey, even if he never plays it again, mm-hmm, it's worth mm-hmm. at least seeing what all the fuss is about." Yes.
2: Oh, no. Like I was I was, I was thoroughly su- or sorry, I can't even speak right
0: now. I'm <laughs> done. <laughs> <laughs> <Let's> try- <laughs> I went- Shay sang, uh, I'm gonna pop it in. Fish going. Blah. We're just gonna create a whole sentence out of all of our nonsense from the show. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> uh.
2: Uh. No, the beginning of uh, Control actually uh, caught me right off guard. Uh, I I was so surprised. Like, I granted, you know, I only saw like a small little trailer of it back at E3, um, and was excited for it back then. Um, but I didn't know exactly what that game was about and like um it, it's always interesting to actually get your hands on the game um after uh, after such a long time and then actually play it and see what you know this studio is actually putting out there and um experiencing it and oh, oh my gosh I was I, I wasn't expecting you know that this kind of crazy like storytelling that they they presented like um the main characters like Um, This character that essentially just walks off the street into this building and she's like, she's essentially uh, in a way like your character, you playing as her and uh, you kind of being in the same situation as her as far as like knowledge of this area. So like, as you know, the main character is uh, learning all this new stuff you're right alongside with her learning that stuff, and you get to see her reactions to it, and, like, she has, like, these inner monologues inside of her head as well, which are... Oh, yeah, her inner monologues
0: are great, yeah.
2: Yeah, yeah, and, like, those really caught me, and I was just like, wow, this game is, like, it's going places, like, I really like the presentation of it, like, the presentation in this game is, like, of, like, high caliber, like, (laughs) I love, like, everything from, like, just the setting, like... How'd
0: you like that first and, interaction with the janitor where she's like, uh, he's a friendly face and then uh, he's better yeah, than that, that. no face? He, like, says something that makes it seem like he either read your thoughts or just had weird timing. Yeah. And you're like, ah, oh, this place is fucking weird. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah, <laughs> yeah.
2: Yeah. You start to learn, like, some, there's something really fucking weird going on here. And then eventually, like, yeah, you start to, you, you know, like get all these notes things start happening to your character and you're like okay th- this is not being presented as like a dream state this is this is like presenting as like a reality that's being altered before you and like yeah. It, yeah. that's when like your mind just like starts tripping out and so it's 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 a, it's a trippy experience and like like the aesthetic of the game is like this weird like It'd be a great 90s... high game i wish
0: i had i don't smoke anymore but it've would have been a great game to load up oh night. yeah <laughs> <laughs>
2: Yeah, but, like, yeah, going through, like, the different, like, altered realities, I guess, and, like, the different places, like...
0: Do you have... What uh, abilities do you have so far of the... on the power side of things?
2: Uh, I just unlocked the first one, which is Launch, which is, like, the telekinesis okay. where you can... Uh, have you used it yet? Pe- Have you tried using it? Yes. Okay. Yes. Yes, I used it quite a bit. It's fun, it's huh? actually, Oh It's yeah. actually... It's fun and it's a, it's actually a lot more dangerous or more damaging than the pistol at this point in the yeah. game. I don't know
1: if you upgrade Oh cuz yes. well, it's super strong things. compared to the weapons at that point yeah. in the game. Yeah. 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 Well, when you upgrade, it,
0: you find like loot that gives you different launch power. Like you can upgrade your like yes. the upgrade tree I went was basically energy and launch power because I like throwing things at enemies. So yeah. that's the path I took. Right. It is that's it cool. is
1: the fastest way to get to essentially end game level power as far as like damage values so yeah the the launch is extremely strong oh, okay. early game and other stuff will catch yeah. up to it more, more, much more slowly yeah. as you go yeah. um but but yeah mm. you like, like morgan's saying you, you yeah. may want to put at least a couple points into that tree because they're big upgrades it's like right 50 extra okay. damage from
0: oh yeah yeah just you can catch rockets, I mean, like I put on the Instagram page. Like I can catch rockets now and throw them back, which is yeah, it's 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 way more well, okay, it's a little more satisfying to me than Spider-Man. Remember Spider-Man last year? He could catch rockets with his web and throw them back. That was pretty badass. Like I got Spider-Man credit for that. But uh, yeah, she can cra- you you if you're fast enough. You can catch missiles midair and just kind of hold them with you, walk around, throw them at whoever you want. So
1: yeah, and like like you said, that actually is. It it is it's an awful lot like Spider Man. There aren't even indications saying someone's thrown a rocket at you, though. So it it's like even it's even tougher a lot of the times yeah, if you, you, you start to, like, getting yes, surrounded. Yeah. Like you have to really listen for it, keep track of where they are to make sure you can actually mm-hmm. be mm-hmm. there in time to catch it before it just hits you. So
0: it's not easy. Yeah, it. it one of the things. It's not a criticism, but there's actually so much going on now in combat that sometimes I forget. Like I just got levitate, and that's not a spoiler. You just get the ability to float and. It's so fun to use and interesting, but like I sometimes I forget I have it, and I'm like, damn, I should have been floating all over that room because I don't know that seemed like a fun thing to do, <laughs> you know. And uh, but there's I fought a boss the other last night that like I could not hit him until I levitated. Like I couldn't, all my attacks would miss no matter what I tried—guns, um, launch. I don't know. I was like, is there something I'm missing? But when I floated up near him, I could I could hit him pretty easily. He's just too so. far away.
1: He was dodging everything? Yeah. Did
0: you, oh man, there's some set piece stuff in this game that's cool. I'm not going to give anything away, but Josh, did you get to the there is a mm, there is a uh, wooden rec- recreation of a place. It's like a model. Like a giant model. That's a recreation of a place. Have you got there? Okay.
1: No, I've been doing way more side quests. I, side was, I was telling the other yeah. guys before before you got on, actually, is I've been doing a ton of the optional stuff. I actually knocked out two optional bosses earlier today um hmm. which were just kind of way off on their own after you know a bunch of bunch of completely optional stuff that were really cool bosses um like Bounce. yeah um like one of them was kind of in the uh astroplane that I had to go fight um okay to like dispel this uh Altered was it for object? An object of power?
0: Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it
1: wasn't like one of the objects of power, like you go in and fight the... It was, it was a similar thing, but it was like for an altered object that was causing troubles. And, um, oh.
0: I think I saw that. Was it a guy on the ground that was asking for help, and he was all bloody?
1: and he had to. No, like, no, it wasn't him. That was... Okay. Was, okay. That's, a, that's a whole other thing, but yeah, that... Um, but no, like I fought that, and that was like a massive, like, five-story tall boss um Jesus shot Christ, stuff at okay. you um and then well Christ. i i don't want to spoil any of it cuz it's so cool and then i also fought like this kind of sentient plant that was oh, that also cool. like two or three stories tall um there's
0: there's just, also giant poop i'm not going to say anything more than that but there's kind of giant poop <laughs> wait a giant
1: sentient plant were
3: you playing halo
1: mhm <laughs> i actually I actually beat the game <gasps> just after that point and uh yeah regretted um, life
0: so. <laughs> fish uh, you said you were really digging all the I mean it's been I know beaten to death in the media but the you're really enjoying all the you know class uh, classified documents audio logs all like oh, oh yeah. yeah
2: yeah all that stuff is interesting like eh. I can't remember the last time I was excited to, you know, come across you know certain memos, but like those memos in this, it, the way they present them is like they're they're world telling, and there there's information as far as like it it builds up this world to like where you kind of understand and you relate to yeah the inhabitants the 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 people who were you know working in this facility um and before all this like crazy shit started happening um. And it, it, it's it's fascinating, like, it's just little tidbits of information, but they're they're presented in a way that's, like, very digestible to quickly read through as you're progressing through the game. Because a lot of times in other games, like, I feel like I'm just, like, oh, I'm stuck here. Like, oh, wall just, of text. You know,
1: quick, quick, get text, away, get yeah. away.
2: Right, right. I'm just pressing yeah. B and just getting back into the yeah. game.
1: Well, even yeah, the I, ones that are longer, the story has been so good that, like, I'll see a full yes. page of text and be like ooh, ooh, I get to read all this <laughs> yeah. now. It, it, they're yeah, that good. Right. Um, See,
0: I, I haven't, but it's not because I don't think they're good. I just, I'm so driven by the main story that I don't even want to stop for like 10 seconds. I'm really like, but I, I want to like, it's one of those games that I want to beat once through and then go back slower. You know what I mean? Like, I want to do a once playthrough and then do like a slow, I wonder if there's harder difficulties, because that would be pretty nice. Um, Probably isn't. But, it'd be nice to go back through, like, for me, I get this weird anxiety where I want to complete the story so badly that I can't do any of the side stuff, and it annoys me because I want to do the side stuff, but I have this nagging pulling toward the main story, and it makes me fucking crazy, and I hate it. Um, But what I do in these cases, I just finish the game and then I do all the side stuff afterwards if I like it. Which the highest compliment I could play this game so far for me, I think the narrative about the gameplay not being that great in the media is unfair. I really do. Like I, this is probably the most fun I've had playing a game all year, and when I say fun. I think that's kind of an an annoying term that sometimes people use to describe games to me because it it's not descriptive, but like there's just a tangible feeling when you're like lifting objects out of the ground and throwing them at people or levitating yeah. um, with the vibration and the way the control the the yeah. character feels.
2: Well, they also do like some some unique like sound effects as well. Like like yeah. you said, like with launch, like. Like, I don't think I've ever heard like that type of sound in a video game, like associated with, you know, telekinesis, like pulling something towards you. Like it, it I'm playing with headphones, so like everything's it, it like sounds it, good. It, yeah, yeah. It's it sounds great. Um, it's not the best as far as like spatial awareness for me because it is in third person, <clears throat> and I'd imagine that's a little more difficult to kind of. Uh, map out for head, or for somebody listening in, in on it. But like, still like, there's sound effects they use in that game that are very interesting to me. And like, even like, uh, you come across this thing called the hiss in the game. And when I first came across that, like it was the weirdest thing. Like I started, I felt like a crackhead at, at one point. Like trying to listen in on, like you know, these voices that are just like slowly seeping into your mind and and like into your earphones. And like it's just weird. Like it, it's this weird thing that happens in the game. That like uh, whenever it happens, like these people are, I, I guess, possessed in the, like, this weird altered reality and. Um, you kind of have to save them or, uh, you know, kind of cleanse the control point in that area to kind of mm-hmm. save those uh, people. Uh, but when they're in that state of uh, his, like, it just, they're, y- you constantly hear all these whispers and, like, it just, it, it it gives out this weird vibe into this game that, like, it, it just keeps building upon, like, it's, uh, uh I guess it's lore that it's uh, presenting towards you. and
0: Yeah, yeah. I
3: I have a game for you if you if you really like Mm -hmm. that feeling Mm -hmm. of you know like hearing voices and whatnot. Uh Uh Can I interest you in Hellblade? Hmm.
2: It was your game of the year.
0: Maybe you should play it. (laughs) 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 Recommended by Fish to Future Fish, going through time. Uh,
2: you won't believe this, Shay. I actually have it downloaded because it is on Game Pass, and it is downloaded on my Xbox. It's just it's good. Being, It's waiting to be played right now.
0: Yeah, maybe we should recommend Fish games that are actually in 2019 first.
1: We'll finish that. Control. But well, yeah, if you if that. you
3: reverse the six, it becomes a nine. So I mean, that's close. You got that?
0: It was Ooh. 2017, but no, it wasn't. Yeah. Yeah it was. Twenty sixteen was, was the first year we did podcast. I thought the podcast. it was twenty sixteen. You I'll give you I'll oh, give yeah, you points you're right, for you're trying. Right. You, you creativity you're right. points. Um we know about reversing the six and the That's nine. That's right. It
3: still got in as in the top five games of the year. I'll take it.
1: Mm-hmm. That, sh-
0: that show never happened. Uh that show is wiped from time. We need a, the object of power. Um what, I like the idea of weird objects of power, like these strange objects. I don't want to get into the story, but it's just super interesting. Even yep. if it doesn't end up making sense, I don't even care because it's so damn interesting that it won't matter. But yeah, I think the yeah. only the only thing that's bugging me so far a little bit. I don't know how you guys feel about this. Well, I guess Josh is a little farther, but the middle portion of the game, like not every character is a home run. Like there's like you saying Josh, there's a lot of like kind of stiff. Um, I I don't remember all their names. Marshall was one. There was like this guy in the plant. There's like a handful of characters that just feel like they're there. Um, And they're not poorly voice acted or anything. And there's a handful of characters that are great. Like Darling uh, is amazing. Uh, Of course, the janitor is amazing. The protagonist is amazing. Yeah. Um, But there is a handful. It's not like Bioshock where every character was like, whoa. You know what I mean? There is a handful of...
1: Well... Meh. And I don't even think those are bad. Like a lot of them this is supposed to be an office building. So you run into boring people who would be in an office building and, and you get some of those. And I, while they're not super interesting on their own, I feel like they kind of build the setting in a way. Like you get people who constantly make dumb jokes because like, you you know, it's just who they are. They're just, they put in, put in their years so they can get their pension type characters. You're like, okay, I guess, I, of course, there's gonna be somebody like that yeah. here, even though they're dealing with supernatural events for the government. Of course, there's gonna be some guy here who's just holding out till retirement. Um, and you see, it's yeah, some of the characters are much better than others, but I, I feel like it kind of it makes sense. Like it, not every yeah, character just, needs just to be super biggies. interesting. Some of them just kind of have a function to fill in the in the story.
0: You could, yes. Right. Although, and maybe I'm spoiled from games like Bioshock, where every character was interesting. And, and your point's not wrong, Josh. If it's a real building, not everyone will be. But there's so many weirdos in there. But like, If you think about it, from Darling to the janitor to... you know, like every, It seems like everyone who's in this building is weird because the building is fucking weird, and they're interesting. So, mm-hmm. like, I don't know. You'll see more when you, like, like, characters like Marshall, I just feel like there wasn't anything there. Like, they didn't do anything with the character. And so... I don't know. I guess there I, there are maybe... side
1: quests with her, so you'll 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 get a little bit more. Um,
0: a little more, yeah. Uh, right.
1: I don't know if it's gonna be enough to kind of turn you around, but yeah, she's just kind of hi. I'm stoic. Uh, in, in the main <laughs> quest line, so you'll yeah. you'll get more about that though.
0: Also, some of the puzzles are kind of nondescript. Like I didn't even know there was a couple I got to that I was like I I was streaming it, and thankfully, um, uh, Reverend Rock and Roll, who got us the game, was in the Twitch stream. And he was like, yeah, they don't really explain that you're supposed to do this, but you have to shoot these things to get past it. I'm like, there's some nondescript kind of vague, puzzly things that I got stuck on for a long time and I feel like the game didn't do a good job of telling me, like, oh, this is suddenly a puzzle. <laughs> there's puzzles in this game. You have to shoot this weird-ass thing to get by this area. And I I didn't know. Like, there's this one room that had these, up until that point you never had to do this, there was these little red like blobs that I thought were part of the aesthetic that I cleared the whole area out, and I had to shoot them to get through this doorway. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and there's a couple other random puzzles later on that are puzzles, but they it just. And then you'll eventually get used to grabbing those electric boxes all the time and throwing them in little circuit breakers or whatever they are to get power and stuff. But I just feel like they were a little too nondescript about certain things that I I felt like I got stuck on longer than I should have, and they weren't really important to the game. Like I just I cleared out this whole area. I just need to get through, it, you know. So the the pacing is a little. Funky for me in that way, but um, overall, I I love the game a lot. Yeah, yeah. it's uh, it's so fun. It is a, it is such a fun game, and I mean that in like a tangible kind of yeah. Uh, the this control, been,
1: <laughs> yeah, this has been like I still don't think the combat is amazing. It's it's much better than I was saying last week. Like once you kind of get better weapons and and like just a better more rounded move set, um, it's still not amazing like it still has a couple issues just because it's another over-the-shoulder combat thing like one of the bosses i was fighting that plant one actually had a couple mechanics there that really wanted you to look at the ground but then also dodge attacks coming in from the boss at the same time and it's like <laughs> yeah i just can't see well enough to do what they're trying to get me to do and so i had a couple deaths yeah. where it's just yeah. like I didn't fucking see that. There was no way for me to dodge things coming from both directions that they're having asking me to do in this particular situation, and some of that sort of gets frustrating. But for the most part, it's way better than I was getting at last week. The gunplay gets much better. It's just that default gun. It it's it's a side effect of the the whole over the shoulder thing. Like it, you probably don't notice on console because it's going to lock to the correct position, mm-hmm. but on PC. God, you notice it all the time, or you'll have the crosshair lined up directly between some enemy's eyes, and it'll just go right over his shoulder because <laughs> because the the fire is not uh, coming out in a straight no, wait, line. Yeah. Yeah. Oh,
0: weird. Yeah, I noticed. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And
1: I oh, that was just fucking annoying me to no end. And that doesn't happen as often with the sniper because it's a wider so beam, like an
0: angular thing. Ooh, huh. oh, it's yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. a
1: wider beam. You'll you'll nick their head anyway. So it's yeah. yeah. That, and also, really enough, it, mo- it moves the camera a little bit closer into your head, so it is closer to a straight line. But yeah, it's like, yeah. I was noticing that all the time with the first gun. It's like, I, I can see clearly, like, I stopped the footage, went and looked at it, and I'm like, no, I'm pulling the trigger on their head, and it's going over their shoulder. And that sort of stuff is frustrating, but that's just that's a annoying. side effect of a third-person yeah. you know, shooter. Um, And yeah. also, it doesn't that, really happen yeah. with the psychic stuff, because... It's it's all locked on, even even with the mouse and yes. stuff. You lock yes, on yeah. with those thrown abilities and stuff. So that's yeah. true.
0: That's true. That's fair. I still use that original gun that you hate, Josh. I, I leveled it up in a way. I just got so used to like speed tapping it in between my cooldowns, mm-hmm. like <laughs> that. Like I when I switched to use the slower gun, I was it. Like, yeah. Well, I I replaced
1: but... the the main gun with the the spin actually, which is super fast firing, oh, but also. Yeah. Not super accurate, so the spread will hit them. It's 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 kinda Yeah. Because it's shooting in a wider spray, it it kinda it solves the problem. It's like Weirdly
0: enough, in re, in regards to what we were talking about earlier, Josh, this game has a strange loot system that I kind of
1: don't it doesn't really do much it's for not, me. It's, it's not, not good. It's it's just there. It's weird. Like it's
0: Yeah, it's just there. It is. And it, it adds to the game technically, because you do get loot and the loot does enhance your abilities and stuff, but it's I feel like I could not engage with that stuff at all and still be it's fine. It's not really
1: interesting loot for the most part. Like, it's, yeah. A few of them will change the way a gun works. Like, the spin in particular actually is one that you'll get mods that will just, like, be bonuses, like, plus 100% to certain stats. You're like, okay, that's ridiculous. Like, I can, I can change the way it works by, like, you know a whole multiple of something, and, and that has been pretty cool. Uh, so, yeah, you'll you'll get fun stuff, but for the longest part of the game, they're just, like, minor stat bonuses. Like, you get, you're get you getting this loot, and it's just, like, yes. really uninspired for the beginning of the mm-hmm. game.
0: I just grabbed something that looks okay and throw it on my gun, and I've been fine. Like, a lot of yeah. people said the game is really difficult. I have not... Like, I've died, because the cool thing about the combat is your character dies pretty quickly, but
1: um i think i i I think a big part of the difficulty is because it is like a metroid game almost like a soulsy sort of thing where you're you are respawning from the checkpoint distance yes from from the save room they're not save rooms in this game but that's that's what they are that you die you're going back a ways and Mm -hmm. and that's something people are not used to and it's something that They probably won't like. I I imagine it's going to be. Yeah, and even I have my issues with it. There are quite a few times where, like, I'll want to explore something or like see something that looks kind of interesting, and then just like fall to my death. I'm like, really fucking game? Like, why? Like, why should this look so inviting and then just instantly (laughs) kill me? Um, Yeah. But yeah, like I've I've cut I've kind of gotten used to it and you get to a point where the backtracking really isn't all that bad like as as the (laughs) combat gets better you'll just you'll fly through these rooms once you start learning the enemies and stuff so you will it's yeah
0: yeah. it's kind of funny to me because it feels sort of like a modernized 90 game and in a way that it feels like i haven't played anything because there's no cover so you run around almost like siphon filter or something but Mm -hmm. much better so you use cover but you don't take cover and then you have these really unique psychic abilities, which t- there's really no games that play like that, except maybe PsyOps or something. So it feels like a very modernized version of something that would have come out of the 90s, like a triple. It's it's really yeah. weird. Yeah, it is. Yeah.
1: It's it's not it doesn't feel a lot like many games I've played in a while. It's 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 been fun. It it took me a while to kinda get what they were and a lot of that. A lot of it is kind of understanding what they were going for, but also a lot of it is you, you don't have the tools you need at the beginning of the game. You just have the gun that's not very good at the beginning. It's it's not even a matter of you not getting it. It's There's nothing there to yeah. get right off the bat. It takes a little while to well, to start yeah. getting the meat of the combat system there. Ooh, the meat.
0: I will say for the record, not to be a contrarian, I was hooked immediately, but I will say that think most people will probably agree with you josh also the bosses are a lot of fun maybe not as aesthetically interesting as something like metal gear i wish they were a little more memorable like i i killed this it was just like a i don't know i don't want to give too much away the bosses are pretty cool but they're not like stand out in my memory cool although josh makes some of the side bosses sound well the first pretty cool
1: a, a lot of the first few bosses end up being more like normal enemies as you go so they're advanced they're, normal yeah, yeah they're just yeah. they've got a bigger health bar but they end up being normal enemies that you'll just you'll you'll just see them wandering around like the the guys with like swirling masses of just like level stuff four. to throw oh, at you guy's level yeah, yeah, yeah 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 um but then yeah like as you go the bosses get way way more epic like i was saying with those side bosses you're gonna start getting some of those in in the main main story as well but yeah an awful lot of the game as you start going through it is just inter- introducing all the varieties of enemies that you will get as you go. Yeah.
0: F- from an art direction perspective, they're going to do things in this game, Fish, that are just going to really fascinate you, I think, um, a.k.a. the Ashtray Maze. Uh, fish, final thoughts on control before we move on to the polls? I want to give you the last word for the week.
1: Oh, Anything cool. you didn't The you last thing? word? Did- all right, be- before we give that, I had a tip. <sighs> Real quick, just oh, for anyone else okay. going through there. Okay. Uh, since we're kind of talking yeah. about different, uh, you know, uh, like files and stuff that you'll find on different people and whatnot, there's also an awful lot of storytelling hidden in the world that you just read on bulletin boards, on desks. Yes. And stuff. Yeah, yeah. And not Posting. just storytelling. Mm. There okay. are secrets and things that you will find out from reading that, that. I sent you. I sent you that gif of me in my fancy golden suit that I got by reading stuff that was not text from files (laughs) and figuring out how to solve a puzzle based off of
0: contextual stuff
1: in 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 a room. So that is uh, that is yeah. Like there's there is so and you have to read signs in this game even just
0: to get around, which is kind of funny. Mm -hmm. Like oh, I can't find the lab. You're like reading the little signs. Yeah, yeah, like.
1: Yeah, yeah, just, just yeah follow the directions like you would in a normal building. Like there are probably signs at every intersection. Like yeah, it's there's so much environmental storytelling in this game that it's it's really a joy just to explore and kind of see what you're gonna find everywhere. So
2: Yeah, uh, definitely. Yeah. That that that's that's mainly why I'm going through this game. It's is, is the the main allure i guess for me is uh going through and uh getting more of this story learning more about this character i'm curious you know um she mentioned something about you know like her brother early on and but she's very vague about it they they don't go any deeper than that and like i'm curious to see how exactly that you know that character is going to play into it and uh, i mean he's he's the whole reason she's there mm-hmm. i guess um but who knows um uh yeah, it's a, it's a great game. Like uh, I love the fact that you know, it's kind of this. Uh, it was it was a very weird moment whenever like she like sees like the director lying dead on the ground and like the gun there, and like she has like this thought in her head, this monologue of like. Oh my God, am I doing this? And she's like walking up to the body, and she's picking up the murder weapon. You know, And, like y- you don't think about that. Like at least for me, like I don't think about like, oh yeah, yeah. If you pick off, a, if in real life, if you pick up the murder weapon off of a dead body, like you're—you're—you're you're, you're associated with the fucking crime. You know, and like she—she she was having that thought, and I was just like, man, this is like really bringing it down to a base level, like human, like thought that we kind of like neglect as we play video games because it's all fantasy and like there's just like there's like small weird like reality checks in this game that like um really catch me off guard and like it's been uh fun to just watch unravel in a video game like i'm so surprised i want you to remember that
0: that, fish if you pick up a murder weapon it will be tied to you so just (laughs) just remember that okay um um, yeah, she she says something really cool um, after that too. I don't. She just has a cool line after she picks up the gun. And she's like, "Fuck yeah, this is where I want to be." <laughs> she's not. She's not like. Yeah, she's like, "This yeah, is where I'm supposed yeah. to be, motherfucker!" Right in the middle yes, of all this crazy yeah. shit.
2: Yeah, um, and she. Yeah, it, it's great. Like, I don't want to ruin too much. of Yeah, the story a lot of questions like, at
0: the beginning. Yeah.
2: Yeah, there's there's a lot of questions and like that's great to have you know especially in like a game like where there's a lot of world building so, um, yeah. I'm looking forward to, you know, just going through there and getting more of that uh, crazy off the wall, men in black type of, like, feeling <laughs> type of black. thing going on. Yeah. Oh,
0: that's a, me- that's a reference for you right there. Um, Got some juicy polls to get to. Maybe we'll follow up with Fish a little bit more next week. Um, Juicy polls. That sounds a little bit too exciting. Uh, some of these I'll go through kind of quickly. I know it's been a long show. Which is sort of why I want to move polls to the back end today, because I knew that we—I mean, Borderlands and Control—discussed by all of us today. Like, this is one of the biggest fucking shows of the year, easily. Um, so it's happening. It's happening. It's happening. Uh, Borderlands three villains split our audience. Fifty percent of the audience said they love them. Fifty percent of the audience said, "Meh." Um, I don't have a strong opinion on them just because they're not in the game that much. Weirdly enough, so. I I'm, I'm undecided. <laughs> but I'm I'm a big villain guy. You guys know I get I get down I suck the villain dick. I'm all about gagging on the villain cock. And I'm not really feeling that way, but it seems fine.
1: Yeah. yeah. They're uh they're interesting cuz they're kind of they they fall in the has the same goal as the player villain category cuz you're yeah. you're both just looking for the same vault. Essentially. Like yes, they've got the yeah. map for the same thing. They're just trying to get there before you, which is a very different villain archetype than we usually get. So I I actually kind of enjoy that where it's just this, you know, two different people competing for the same thing as a villain. Like uh I, I'm still early in the game, so I've not had a chance to interact with them all that much, but that is something we don't see a lot of. So I'm I'm it's true I'm curious to see more of it. So we'll kinda well and the funny
0: see there, how that goes. I believe they were conjoined twins that were separated, which is why they both have that fucked up thing on each, because he, he, he said they were twins, and then, I don't know. I could be wrong, but that's what I got. That was the impression I got, is that they were conjoined twins that were separated from what she was talking about her brother. Um, because they both, well, maybe he just has the metal arm. I don't fucking, let me check on that. Because that would be, that's a cool idea to me. Like, the idea that they are somehow separated in that fucked up world, but they were originally like, um, you know, conjoined twins. So I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong, but we'll find out. Nobody's confirming here, so I'm left in the shadows. I'll look that up. At the... <laughs> <laughs> I'm,
2: at, I'm at the same place in the story as you. <laughs> like, I have no fucking. I'm making it right. cooler in my yeah. head.
0: They're conjoined twins, you, and they take exactly. Yeah. From side. Um,
2: no, no. There, there, there was like a comment from uh, the sister where she said they literally had to cut off her brother from her because he was like i guess leech power offer for her or something something like, that, like that yeah yeah
0: i'll dig into that more next week i apologize mm-hmm. but our audience is split right down the middle boom so what can you oh oh yeah <laughs> split down the middle damn that
1: you... one i'm laughing at it and you didn't intend it until
0: i did it i wouldn't know after the laugh if had... yeah if you hadn't laughed mm-hmm. i wouldn't know uh This is not directed at any one friend of mine or any particular podcast member, but I was thinking about people that, you know, since you began having sex, have you ever gone one whole year without having sex? And 55% of our audience said yes. It is split down the middle. Um, I got some really heartfelt confessions from members of our audience. Mm. Um, They're going through some tough times. And look, this is just one of those things to remember. If you're going through a tough time, grab a bunch of money and go to Las Vegas. And, uh... Put that tough time to rest.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Go straight to the Bunny Ranch. Fork down, you know. The Bunny Ranch! Oh, up.
0: yeah. He's dropping the Bunny Ranch. Remember Fish? We used to eat, uh, get high and eat Cemento's Crunch and watch the Bunny Ranch on HBO together? Man, mm-hmm.
2: good times.
0: We won't tell people what happened no, after that,
2: it though. It's cookie dough. We, oh, we cookie, dough. cookie dough! Yeah, that day. was great. Yeah. Right.
0: Cookie yeah. dough and boners, man. <laughs> Woo! The bunny. Ra- we name, to- <laughs> name, name of our band. We would, we would sit there and be so jealous. Like, I want to go to Vegas. I want a hot prostitute. Ugh. Good, good times. Squad goals. Does Best
2: of times. Best of times.
0: Legalized prostitution. Legalized prostitution. Oh, sorry, got too excited. All right. No one else wants to chime in on that, but um, if Was you're, that your boner hitting the up desk? Up there
3: there. As you said, prostitution.
0: <laughs> Boom. <laughs> sorry about that. And change the recording. Uh, people are really excited about this because we're big Pokemon nerds here. In the latest episode of Pokemon, the series Sun and Moon, Ash Ketchum finally wins the championship competition from the Alola League, marking the first time the protagonist has actually won the official Pokemon tournament. And our audience voted very highly that they were excited about that. Ash finally won, guys! Yeah. He did. Only, it! Only took him nah. thirty years. Hmm.
2: It, it was rigged. <laughs> they they knew like the fans were just like slowly siphoning off well to other he animes, had to finally get there to before catch the him back.
1: first wave of fans died waiting for it to happen <laughs> so yeah it was about time
2: yeah that yeah. too <laughs> uh,
0: but you know honestly on a serious note like i just don't like the a lot of people message me dying over here a lot of people message me about this and they're very right the look of ash now and the cartoon he looks really weird like everyone was like commenting on his face it, you know, hashtag not my Ash. That's all I gotta say about that. Yeah, and that Pikachu actually. Hmm. Ever since Pikachu started talking, it's all been downhill. Um, that's true. There's an animated movie where Pikachu talks.
3: Pika pika! Fuck me, Ash! Wait, what? What? What Pokemon movie am I watching?
0: Whoa, 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 whoa! That's a thunder jolt of. I never. No, no no, 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 <laughs> oh, no, John, no, no. Josh, come Thunder's- on. Thunder smash me, Ash.
3: Thunder smash me.
0: Thunder smash is not That's not a real move. So,
2: Volt tackle me into oh, the. Oh, there we go.
0: Volt tackle. Volt tackle. <laughs> I'm going to Volt tackle a vibrator Lear. later. Clear. <laughs> Pikachu casts Harden. Anything else? Um, Josh, Josh took casts off the growl. He had to take off the head. He's just staring at us now, uh, in shock. Uh, oh.
2: Josh is Josh. Josh is actually going to use Screech now.
0: Look, here's. The... <laughs> <laughs> <Reek>. I will. <laughs> I will say this though. Like, eh, Pokemon sun, sun and Moon doesn't matter. No one cares about Pokemon Sun and Moon. It's irrelevant! That's why they made Ash finally win. Nobody's, Nobody gives a shit about Sun and Moon. It's the worst Pokemon game of all the Pokemon games. Webshot. Oh, Josh said Webshot. There you go.
1: You can't hide that from me! I had to wait until the end.
0: Uh, nope, that's what she said doesn't work there. Alright, um, one of the polls said it's best to simply squeeze toothpaste for the... <laughs> It's best to simply squeeze toothpaste for the next month until every drop of paste has been used. Seventy percent of the audience said yes. I was thinking about this observation when I had a curled-up toothpaste thing, and it was like all the way gone. But I kept scrunching it even harder to get those last drops. I did that for like a week. Um. Apparently.
2: Yeah, it's surprising, isn't it? Like, how much more toothpaste is left in that fucking tube? Mm -hmm. Like you. That whole thing's, like, flat as a pancake, and you're just like, okay, I think it's done. But you keep squeezing, and you're like, okay, yeah, I'm good for today. No, oh, no, that's, that's the
1: situation. Like, a <laughs> okay. lot of the time, you'll be low on toothpaste, get toothpaste, and you'll get so much more out of that first tube that you'll forget you bought a tube and go buy a second one, because you've been low on toothpaste yeah, yeah. for about six months now. <laughs> yeah.
2: And then that's yep. when you start, like, showering and using that toothpaste as body wash as
0: well. Uh, oh, God, fish. No no, no wonder you're not oh, having What the it. fuck I mean, is no, wrong uh, with you? Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> oh God.
2: <laughs> of all people, I thought maybe Shay would be on my side. <laughs> <than> no. <that. laughs>
3: Usually I, I support you not on this one, buddy.
0: Toothpaste. I can think of nothing more disgusting Too much than showering with toothpaste.
2: Disgusting?
0: Really?
3: It's fucking mint flavored. What is wrong it's with mint? you? It's absolutely reprehensible
2: to even suggest this. God,
0: I love that voice. <laughs> it's enhanced by his sickness, I think. His a well, little extra. <laughs> it is. <laughs> Uh God, I'm never going to forget Fish talking about showering a toothpaste and then defending it afterwards. Oh, God.
1: It's like, really, guys? You're going to call me on that? <laughs> yes, we're going to call you on that, motherfucker. I don't think I've
3: ever done. This is the one you're going to argue with me <laughs> <now>? Come on. <laughs> Come on, toothpaste in the shower. Who doesn't do
0: this? Come on (laughs) now.
2: It's not that bad to put toothpaste all over your body. There's nothing more
0: disgusting I can think of.
3: More Mm. disgusting.
0: The smell, the texture- Which is more disgusting?
3: Which is more disgusting? The toothpaste on the body or the banana? Morgan. The body.
0: Well, I don't have to eat the body, so I mean- Oh.
3: But you do. It depends on who you're showering with.
0: I just like fish getting kinky with a woman next time. Just smear a little toothpaste on him. He's like, yeah, like that. <laughs>
3: yeah, like
0: that.
1: That Colgate uh, Fresh. Okay, smell? Like it. <laughs> Ooh, he just sits there and smiles at her.
0: <laughs> <laughs> She's like, damn, your smile is so white. <laughs> uh.
3: I like my women like I like my teeth, minty fresh.
1: Uh, I thought you were going a different direction <laughs> with that, but that worked. I'm so glad that went um, there. Yeah, me too. Um, this, like, I don't want to have to edit this out.
0: <laughs> this is one that Shay will appreciate. If you turn the Chicago Bulls logo upside down, it looks like a robot having sex with a crab. N- 85% of our audience said yes. That's staggering.
1: It's it took really me a staggering. long time to see have it. A, I had have you seen a crab it a stagger? While. It's, Yeah, that's. It's staggering after a night with that Mm -hmm. robot. That's
0: for sure. Well, you said it took you a while to see it, Shay?
3: Yeah, it took me a good five to ten seconds, I was like, what the
0: fuck are people talking?
3: Oh, oh, got it. Got
0: it. He's really giving it to that crab from the front, too. No mercy. No mercy from that robot. Just macerating the front of that crab. Hopefully it's dead. Um... The front of the crab or the back of the That's crab? That's definitely the front of the crab. Oh, and it's a beautiful fluke of the internet. So, anyways, a lot of good polls here. A lot of well, I'll double, let me double check on the Borderlands Three, so, Shay. Before we close the show, my my wife is messaging me right now. So again, as usual, trying to avoid castration, but we cannot get out of here until we go through the Patreon updates. Patreon.com/swordchomp. If you'd like to support us, Shay. What do we have this week?
3: I I like, really quickly, I like how the show always ends with your wife messaging you. Like, that's the definitive ending point of the show. Not, we ran out of things to talk about. Not, that's going to do it for the show. That's the set amount. It's, uh, the wife again. Uh, that fucking wife. Uh, that stupid bitch.
0: no, no. It's, first of all, it's funny that we never run out of things to talk about. It's almost hilarious. Secondly, you know, I don't know. It is what it is.
3: I like how we started earlier and she's messaging you. I know. It, That's, look, it, it I think is trying what to paint on the couch. I think usually there's some it's fuckery the kid, here.
0: Usually it's the kid being bad and she's really stressed because she's down there with my two year old who's tired. Because it's you know, it's like ten here, and my two year old needs to go to sleep. I record in the room where my kid sleeps. There's conflict there. Anyway.
3: Okay anyways um i didn't do a poll this week to be honest with you i completely forgot about it it was a very busy week at work it was a sports festival which uh i've i've detailed in previous years on the podcast uh it's a very big year for the or it's a very big event for the japanese students all japanese students participated in elementary and junior high school so this week was very very busy and i it just It's spaced my mind, to be honest with you. So I apologize to the patrons for not getting that poll up. Uh, Next week, there will be two polls to make up for this week. But Morgan can help me with this announcement. The word of the month has already been guessed. Morgan, you want to detail who that was? Because they messaged you, not me.
0: Yes, it was very exciting. We got someone to the VIP Instagram page because they did guess adversarial was the word. Guessed by the one and only Tommy T, 1979. Um, also, shout out to Hurricane Colt who bumped up his patron pledge this, uh, this week as well. But yes, Tommy T nailed it. Adversarial. And he is now in the VIP club family. Woo!
3: That's right. For the next month, he is there. So, Tommy, enjoy it while you can enjoy it with mr hicks you and him are both enjoying the word of the month privileges together so mm-hmm. i hope you have fun with that but yeah so that was uh this month's uh starting in october we will have another word of the month so if you are interested in that be on the lookout for that also if you are interested in wearing some super super Sexy, sleek merch from us. You want to represent Woo! that logo, that oh-so sexy logo, that that Jason Allen? We all can't <laughs> talk today. Jason, Jason Allen Roberts from Seinfeld. Yes, Jason Allen Roberts, who designed our beautiful logo for us. You want to <laughs> represent that on a shirt? Go check us out at Redbubble. Dot com slash people slash sword chomp. Uh, shout out to Michelle for getting her sweatshirt and wearing it for all of us to marvel at and sending pictures of it. So, yeah, if you want to wear some sword chomp shit, check it out
0: there. Boom, mm-hmm. boom. Red bubble dot. Slash people slash chop. We're gonna get the hell out of here. It's been a great show. Josh from Michigan. Fish from Texas. Shea from Japan. General Mountain Time. Myself, Morgan. From Montana. We will see you next week, but not before this final word. Uh, I fucked it up. <laughs> God damn it. God damn it, you escape fish. Let's mm. try this again. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you got yeah, it. <laughs> Fuck yeah, midgets. That's right, Fish. I had to bring it back one more time. That's on our VIP page, too. So if you want to see that full video, you got to sign up for it. Whoa! It was actually a Borderlands 3 trailer that we were watching. Ah. Yeah. I, yeah. Well, I guess what else game would have midgets? I yeah, mean, right? exactly. Okay, come on. <laughs> uh, <laughs> all right, it's been fun. Let's get the hell out of here. Thanks for checking out the show. We'll be back next week with an all-new Chomp Cat.